Kinichiwa Minisan. And welcome to Famicast 58, your Famicast for the beginning of June 2015. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined, as always, by Mr. James Charlton. Oh my Uruzaina. <laughs> I try. <laughs> and also, Mr. Ty Shugert. When there's trouble, you call DW. <laughs> Darkwing Duck. Yes. Everyone's favorite Darkwing Duck. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Name. Nice Anyways. hustle. Never yes. seen it. Yes, okay, must be an American thing. Um, so yeah, we have another exciting show for you. A lot of stuff has kind of went down over the past couple of weeks, and we hope to catch up on all that stuff that's been going on here in Japan, and uh, some other stuff that's kind of just all over uh, the world, rather, uh, too. So. <laughs> Things so, are going off around yeah, the world. And I'm getting good off. and tired of other countries. Yeah, I think all of us are. What? <laughs> So before we uh, totally derail this episode, when we're not even like a minute in, let's go ahead and take a short break here, and we'll go ahead and kick things off with new business. Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and kick things off with new business. Um, I'm going to kind of use this as a chance to kind of close out Xenoblade Chronicles X, otherwise known as Xenoblade Cross here in Japan. Um, I think at this point, I'm about, probably about 80 hours into the game, and I'm at the very last, basically, boss that I can go and fight him and, you know, do all this type of stuff. And um, <laughs> I'll go off on a little bit of tangent here, but there's, I don't know, there's just some stuff that I, I need to get to fight this particular boss, like another, <laughs> another 10 level. butterflies, <laughs> not, not quite that ridiculous, but I have to, you know, get a higher level uh, scale to fight this guy. And to do that, I have to basically grind for God knows how long. And I don't know, I'm about ready just to quit playing. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but you know, some, if you after you played a game for so long, do you ever just get sick of it and just not sick of it, rather, but just like, man, I'm just ready for this to be done. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty much my new business as well. <laughs> well, uh, well, for spoiler. me, it was Street Fighter Four. Okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, I I played so much Street Fighter Four. I was sick of it because there are better fighting games, but none of none of them are as popular as Street Fighter Four. But Danny means like completing a game you, you don't really well I, do you complete I, fighting games i don't know beat it with every character I, I, guess, I guess you do when you win every tournament worldwide <laughs> every week yes yeah so <laughs> Only no, then. You, you don't finish fighting games right yeah well um just to bring this back into xenoblade i mean you know I, i've talked a, about a lot of things that i i really like about the game and you know, overall, aside from thinking of some minor annoyances here and there, I mean, yeah, overall, I, I've really enjoyed my time with it. And, you know, I don't have any regrets, I, I guess. <laughs> um, missed social functions. You know, my wife doesn't talk to me anymore. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> totally no, unrelated but... to video games. <laughs> it's just, yeah, my personality. You know, what was that? Bravely Default. Did you finish Bravely Default? 
Yes. And did you like it, like, all the way to the end? Pretty much. I mean, there were, there were some annoying parts of it, and, what well, it's been out for over a year well, now, right? I just, I just asked because I remember, like, listening to the guys on, you know, other podcasts, you know, especially RFN, and people hated the way the game ended. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was like, you know, ten endings later or something, it's still going. Yeah, and I mean, if you that... if you quit at one point, then it could have been a good game, but it just kind of overstays it. Welcome. It's it's not like that, is it? Like, I'm no, talking about I, Xenoblade, right? I don't think so because in in Bravely Default, that particular thing, you are pretty much literally fighting the same guys over and over again, and this type of a thing that's going on in the game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just like okay, this again, and even the game's kind of self aware of that in a way. In in a way that makes sense in a Japanese you know RPG, <laughs> <laughs> you stuck in a time warp, basically. And I mean that there was this kind of asinine and you know, but I I stuck it out because I wanted to fight the final boss. And I think at the time too, I did I played beat that game in like something like ten day, ten to fourteen days or something. It was like right. sixty hours. Uh, I, I was reviewing it for a magazine for uh, Nintendo Force at the time, and I was like, man, I got to get done with this game. And it was, it was Christmas break, so I had plenty of time off. But, I mean, now, I mean, with Xenoblade, it's the middle of, you know, the working time. <laughs> I just play, you know, a couple hours a night or something or more. So, but... the, with the um, the grinding, it's up to you how you do it. It's just you got to grind to get to a certain level. <sighs> Is there a certain kind of enemy or certain area you have to go to to do it? or? Uh, there's a lot of different ways that you can grind in the game. I mean, you're not, you don't only get experience from just beating monsters. You get experience from completing quests. You get experience from finding things in the world too. But I mean, you know, the best way to get the most experience is fighting, you know, a a little bit tougher enemies than what you're leveled at right now. Like for example, at one point in the game, I was like level 35 and I found this guy that was like 43 and I was getting tons of experience from him, but it all scales. So like, when you level up, the experience gets less, you know, that type of thing. So you can't just sit at this guy, you know, the first half of the game, and all of a sudden you're, you know, level 60. What's the hardest half. monster? What level is the hardest monster outside of the boss, obviously? Um, there are some, I think, that are like level 90 plus, 99, and okay. you can only go to level, you know, 60. <laughs> so, oh, really? You, you, yes. Your own character can only go to 60. Yeah. Is this but, vanilla World of Warcraft? <laughs> but the thing is, it, with your skills... There's all sorts of different types of equipment that you can get to make it awesome. And I've seen other players' stats and stuff like that that are just out of this world, have like two times the HP as I do and all these godlike weapons and stuff. But um, Okay, so the scales are what help you kind of get real good. Typically, yeah. They're, okay. They give you a pretty big boost in power, and that's pretty apparent from even right off the bat when you get them. But, you know, I, I think I mentioned some my kind of gripes about the game. Uh, this, like, this is just like technical stuff, like... Uh, for example, sometimes if you're blasting through, you know, the the scenery at like breakneck speeds, textures take a long, not a long time, take a little bit to load up and, you know, render and stuff like that. Sometimes enemies will pop up suddenly right in front of you or something. You still haven't uh, got your, your data sorted out. No, I haven't. It's not going to happen. I, I downloaded Splatoon, which is something I'll talk about in a few seconds, but so I'm, <laughs> I don't have enough room now. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, sometimes the, the fetch quest stuff in the game can be a little bit annoying, especially they typically take place after story missions, so you have to kind of go and, like, okay, do this. So most of the time it's, like, it's kind of cool because it's encouraging you to explore the world. Like, hey, go to this particular continent and get, like, X percent here. And, I mean, to do that, you're actually going around, you're fighting stuff if you want to and um, doing a bunch of stuff to get these, you know, to get this certain percentage on this map. So it kind of 
prods you to go explore, even if you don't want to. So I don't know. That might be kind of a cheap way to get more time out of the game. Um, and yeah, are you gonna finish it, dude? I don't know, try? man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really gonna try. I mean, like I said, I'm 80 hours in. I don't see why I wouldn't, unless it's gonna be another 20 hours from now. Then I might just <laughs> quit. 20 hours of grinding the same like dinosaurs all the time. Yeah, well, that could get I've, boring. That's what I started doing. <laughs> But no, I mean, I really enjoyed it. And with the scales too, I mean, they, they are very strong, but it's it's counterbalanced by the doll or by the scale fuel. So I mean, you can't just be in these things all the time fighting because they'll run out of gas, literally. <laughs> then you can't use them anymore for X amount of time. You have or to go if, to like what, well, like a petrol station to fill up or something. Well, there's like a resource in the game that you can use to replenish part of it, but it's kind of hard to get this stuff, so it's kind of almost a waste to do that. But if you get out of your scale and just wait, it'll come back, you know, in a couple <laughs> of hours. In circles until it no, does it. But the good thing that you can do, you can actually turn off the game and it replenishes while that while, while you're away, which is very nice. Because if it wasn't, then it would just be asinine. You would probably, even just for a regular playthrough, you would probably have like an 800-hour file or something. I mean, Also, it's like a freemium game then. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Please wait until tomorrow before you can play it again. I guess in, in a way, kind of. Maybe they should um, do an app where, you know, if you shake your iPhone, it, it kind of recharges your um, your scales fuel faster. Stop. Just stop. Don't. Actually, on Twitter, that's exactly what the developer said was happening. Yeah. Seems uh, to be Pokewalker. He didn't, he didn't say uh, that. So, now, um, I'll, I'll just kind of end it here. But like I said, I mean, yeah, a couple of minor grabs about the game. But overall, I think the story is pretty interesting. The The gameplay is fantastic. Um, audio, the music is mostly great with a few exceptions of songs that I just fucking hate, like the song in the town. It's like a pseudo hip hop beat that I just don't like at all. <laughs> but, and yeah, the game just looks wonderful and yeah, a lot of fun and the touchscreen, it's really put to good use in the game. Nothing revolutionary, but just really convenient to always have that thing around. So, so Danny, uh, I'm assuming you're going to transition to the next game. Um, yeah. So Addison Webb on the 23rd of May asked you, Danny, personally, will you be getting up early tomorrow for the Splatoon test fire, the second one? Did uh, you do it? Yeah, I did. You got up at and 7 a.m.? Was it yeah, 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah. or 7 a.m.? 7. Well, I got up at like 6.45. And then it didn't work, right? <laughs> yep, was... that was fun. <laughs> so you had to wait till like 8 or something before yeah. they fixed it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's fine. It worked okay when it was working. <laughs> so Danny woke up, but the uh, the engineers didn't actually wake up. Yeah, I guess they were still sleeping. Yeah. But, you know, since then, I've actually went on to buy Splatoon and that Amiibo 3-pack, which I've had pre-ordered for about a month <laughs> and a half. <laughs> Maybe since April. I don't remember when. But um, now I don't have a lot to say about it. Um, I've been primarily playing multiplayer online, mm -hmm. um, which is... Just a ton of fun. I've been having a lot of fun with random strangers, and uh, and relatively. Uh, what about the matches. game though? Um, yeah, I mean it's a lot of fun. It's uh, I think didn't we talk about this the other day? Maybe not. I mean it's just in my head. <laughs> <laughs> we have not talked about Splatoon, Danny. Okay, I'm just getting confused with everything. You else you hadn't even to. played the game at all ever the last time okay. we talked on okay. the, the Famicast. That's what that was. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, I really enjoy it. I, I do not like the gyro control stuff for aiming and camera. I'm not a, I've never been a huge fan of that stuff, so I just can turn you, that off. And can you adjust can, that in any way? Uh, what do you mean? Like, like sensitivity or oh, yeah. more oh, yeah. horizontal than vertical, that kind of thing. 
Well, yeah, you can you can mess around with the sensitivity stuff, and you could even do that with the whenever you're just controlling the camera with the stick, you can turn up the sensitivity up or down on that too. Okay. And, cool. um, I like mine kind of high because I kind of like being able to spin around, you know, relatively fast. Because it's a little bit too slow with the default setting for me. But, Some people um, are saying that the the vertical tilt is quite useful, more than the horizontal um, tilting. Like, I could, yeah, mm-hmm. I could see that. Um, I don't know. I just I'm just not a big fan of having to do that or maybe fight. You know, if I'm trying to use a stick or something and end up fighting myself, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what? <laughs> Is like, that like uh, Superman three? <laughs> yeah, if I can chime in here real or quick. Was it four? I forget. Sure. Uh, yeah, when I when I was playing the test fire, like uh, I turned that off, the gyro off within like five seconds of starting the game. Mm-hmm. But um, based on what some people are saying, um, and my own you know super pro gamer intuition, uh, I kind of want to try it again with the gyro on. Like, um, what what I hear is the optimal thing to do is to, you know, just play normally with the sticks and then use the gyro only to fine-tune your aim. Hmm. Right, 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 yeah. But then again, I don't even know in the game, and there are people who have been playing it for, I guess, weeks now. Yeah, well, I could, I could, I could see that, Ty. I mean, sometimes I find that, you know, I'm you're kind of in like in a frantic thing, like, ah, there's somebody right in front of me. And then I'm like shooting a little bit over his shoulder or something. And then I get killed. Or well, something. well, if you're just panicking, that's on you. Uh, yeah. But, but. <laughs> get good. <laughs> but, um, it, it makes sense to me. So I kind of want to try it again, but I'm not going to pay 6,000 yen or whatever. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, hey, it's, it's quite reasonably priced in the UK. Like um, on one of those kind of pop-up things that comes on your gamepad when you're not using the Wii U, those kind of adverts that show up. Mm-hmm. It was like, um, it's like 31 squids. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Hey>. and, <laughs> um, but if you played the test fire, you get like whatever, 5% off, and it was down to like 26 or 27 squids. Wow, that's oh, nice of them. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. Doesn't, that doesn't equate to $27, by the way. That's probably like $100 or something, but... <laughs> But, yeah. Some crazy moon currency, I have no idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. but considering games are usually like 40 quid, you know, 50 quid, you know, getting a brand new, well, uh, I guess it's a download though, it's not a box game, but yeah, but still, you know, 27, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's right awesome. on. For a first party, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, but I, I, w- do... I wouldn't get the download one anyway. Okay. I did. I do want to hear some, uh, some of our uh, listeners to give some feedback, you know, um... What do, you, what do you think of the price? <laughs> They've already done that, Ty. They've already they, done that via NeoGAF. <laughs> wow. They, they, no, the game wasn't out yet. And also, I, I was about to uh, put on a little condition. You can only talk to us if you're good at video games. <laughs> so you yeah. guys, you're off the podcast. It's just me now. <laughs> you know, actually playing online and stuff, You know, I'm not, I'm not bad, actually, at the game. It's, it's pretty easy to get into, but... You know, I get in, and sometimes people, I look at their scores at the end of the match, and they only have, like, 300 points or something, and I'm sitting, and this is, like, maybe without a bonus that you get from winning, and I'm sitting with, like, I don't know, eight or 900. I'm thinking, how can you guys, like, suck this bad? I, I don't... <laughs> Welcome to online play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've been getting a lot better, too, since I've been playing, so, I mean. You should yeah. try MOBAs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's cool to see some, you know, real high-level play being done in Splatoon. You know, right. people are getting good real fast, right? Yeah, pretty much. Are they? 
Some some people are. But then again, sometimes you have ranked 20 guys that are still terrible. <laughs> I mean, it could be a thing. Maybe they just had a bad luck. Maybe they had a bad load up for that match. Who knows? I'm making excuses for these people that I don't know. You got you got the grade, right? The A to C grade? The, the no, that's, matches, right? that's only for the... I Actually, I only played ranked matches once. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I don't know. I want to go back to it and play some more. So I really don't have a lot to say. I, and my thought right off the bat, I don't like it. Um, I thought that's how you get all the Mab gear. Uh, well, I mean, it wasn't unlocked until like what last week or something. So yeah, and apparently but, it's all on the disc as well, which is weird. Yeah. So yeah, I guess well. the, <laughs> that is it's that's really weird because you know, especially with the reviews that are saying you know about the lack of maps lack of content and then it is it is actually on the disc so technically that is on disc stuff right and you're not even paying to unlock it so you it's just like timed you mean the, ge- so. the gear well there's like a couple of levels isn't there and uh, a couple of weapons that have been introduced since the game launched like the zapper and you know right. um, uh, one of the levels right and they, those were on the disc so they were on the disc they were on the review you know the the game that people reviewed, but it wasn't available to play at launch. So I don't know. That would be a kind of weird gray area where technically you could actually go back and revise your review because it's not like you've had to pay for that extra content, and mm. it's not like it was downloaded because it was on the disc. It's kind of a weird thing if you think about it. Mm. Yeah, it's not like Capcom, you know, with like friggin' locking costumes and characters that were on the disc and making you pay you know five dollars for them <laughs> it's not like that right cross tekken was bad there you go so yeah that's kind of weird yeah, i don't know but... i don't know why they did that i really don't know why they did that i i don't know because <laughs> like like for me i'm waiting for august right when the you know the friends friend only matches and um you know the massive update comes right that's when i'm probably going to pick up splatoon right you know, I, I mean, I've been pretty, even though I've been playing a lot of Xenoblade, usually between, you know, when my scale is refueling <laughs> or something, <laughs> I'll, I'll pop in Xenoblade, or, um, sorry, uh, Splatoon for a little bit and play a couple matches and whatnot. It's just easy to get into and get out, and it's fun. And, um, yeah, this is a, kind of a fun way to waste some time. It does look like a lot of fun, and people are going crazy on Twitter with the memes. It's like a meme generator at the moment. There's like, because, <laughs> like, on Miiverse, um when you draw your pictures in Mivas, they they sh- show up above your head in the mm-hmm. plaza, right? Mm-hmm. So you can just walk around, you know, talking to people, and then like a, an image will appear above their head. And people have got really clever about the stuff that they've been drawing and stuff. You know, like I saw Hank Hill in the, turned into a squid. I saw <laughs> you know Putin turn into a squid. Yeah, there you go. I saw one of the bad guys from uh, Metal Gear Revengeance. <laughs> with, as a squid with, with some catchphrase twisted into a splatoon context <laughs> yeah 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 that it's, game is amazing in... by the way i've s- remember a long time ago minoru talked it up a lot which one uh revengeance? metal gear rising revengeance oh yeah yeah i i bought it pretty much on his recommendation and hmm. i loved it hmm. okay yeah, I but play, i played that at um tgs one year Good yeah times. cut guys up all right. Like I remember cutting a melon up like a hundred times. Wow, yeah. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that that pretty much does it for me. I really don't have too much else to say. I mean, I'm having fun with it. I think yeah, I, I want to spend some more time with it. I want to play some of the single player too to see what that's about because I haven't even touched it at all. So Yeah, well that's that'll be another game where you can talk about for, for weeks to come, right? Right. 
I, I hope so. <laughs> cool. So, all right, that's going to do it for me. Take another quick break here and be back with some more new business. is going to go ahead and continue on with new business. Oh, yeah. So uh, I've been gaming exclusively on Xbox One. You do? You have an Xbox One? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Just, is, just it, is it turned on now, Ty? Uh, it was. Xbox I, I, I tur- Bing. Xbox Bing. <laughs> I don't have my Kinect plugged in. Xbox Pizza. <laughs> I wish I did so I could like chime in on people's conversations they have in their house. Like, I'm just playing online. And, you know, it, whatever time it is here, it's like 7 a.m. in America. <laughs> Some guy was talking like, all right, have fun at school. I love you. And I, I, I just said right out loud, I love you too. <laughs> but my connect wasn't plugged in. Oh, I, man. So I think from now on, I'm just going to leave it plugged in. That's the way to go. Well, that, sure. that would come out of his headset, not his, like, TV speakers, though, right? No, it'll come out of his TV speakers if he's using the Connect. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Loud and clear. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Just say, yeah. I've got the drugs. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like every now and then, you know, um, people will be having conversations in their house or something. Well, well, somebody is, like, playing online in Killer Instinct. <laughs> so, you know, I just want to, like, chime in, you know. Hey, what's up, guys? So... That's fun. I'm going for the gold star again this month. I'm currently rank 14 Ooh. worldwide. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, God, I have a short work day on the last day, but I'm trying to get uh, ahead in points so I, I can say, have a nice God, stockpile. I was going to say, God, it's June 9th, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I got to go hard. Got to work on those points all month. Mm-hmm. Just got to rearrange your entire social life around Killer Yeah, and it, be it's fine. rough. It's rough. <laughs> you guys are so lucky I'm taking the time to talk with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is like a second job. It, it sucks. But it's fun. <laughs> it's like the best game. Cyrus, Cyrus, if you're listening, we might need you for the next show. Right? <laughs> okay, but... Um, yeah, Killer Instinct, they got the new character, Arya. She has, like, three bodies. And um, that also comes with the delicious meme title, My Bodies Are Ready. You can <laughs> you can choose that for your profile. Hmm. Yeah, Killer is, Instinct. Is one of, them, one of the bodies called Arya of Sorrow? Mm. <laughs> that would be pretty good. Go. I, I don't remember what they're actually called, but there's, like, sword body, projectile body... And booster body, mm-hmm. and you know she gets <laughs> sounds, like a cu- sounds legit. Yeah, she gets a couple of new moves with e- each body, and you know when you're not using it, you can use it as an assist. So she plays like a toned down Marvel team. So that's neat. And also, each body has like a lower than normal life bar, and I literally 100% comboed someone the other day. So that was good. Um. Cinder is out. I think he was out last time. I don't remember. Yeah, I think so. 
but all the characters are out except they're adding one more because they hit like a funding goal f- during like some promo week. So okay. Shadow Jago is going to become a real boy. All right. Yeah, you mentioned that too before. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> that he was just like this a kind of a throwaway addition or something and then they just decided, "Hey, let's make this something special." Yeah, is, it, it, is this some is this some fan art or a meme based around like Cinder as a girl? And it calls like Cinderella, and it's just like he's just like setting fire to a ball, ball like room or something like that. That's the first time I heard of that. But... <laughs> you can have that one for free. The internet. Okay. By next oh, episode, uh, I want to see it. Killer Instinct added amiibos. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot. Well, basically, you you play, and the computer will create an AI that mimics you pretty closely. It generally makes the same decisions as you and certain key points. Like I played against my own um I get it's called Shadows. I played against my own shadow. It felt like me. So there's that. How much for your shadow action figure of Ty? Well, you can actually play Shadows mode without buying a uh you know, a three hundred and twenty kilobyte memory card for fifteen dollars. <laughs> You can play it for free. In fact, wow. Killer Instinct is free to play. Sounds lame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's lame and gay and dumb. <laughs> no, I mean, it's okay. I mean, um, I haven't messed with it too much. Mm-hmm. Funny, it's like I trained my shadow and then my win rate with my shadow started going down. <laughs> okay, so when I grind online, my win rate is about 93%. Mm-hmm. And my shadow win rate is kind of like to fifty percent ish. So yeah. So you have to get good, but you can't be too good because then you won't be able to beat yourself. No, I mean I I think, uh, you know, an AI that that just follows your like statistics is still missing like critical p- components of human thought, hmm. like you know reading people or conditioning people to do things. Um, yeah, like, you know, a, a, a thing you see in advanced fighting games is you play someone and you'll condition them to react a certain way during a match. Like, there'll be like a jump in situation. You jump in with a jump kick or whatever, they block it. And if you throw like every time for the whole match, by the end of the, the second or third round, they're going to be looking for that throw. And then you, uh, sure you can them in the face and win the round because you've conditioned them to react a certain way yeah we all do that yeah right so yeah that's big in killer instinct you really have to read people very closely in that game um well in, in smash it would be like you know running at somebody and then you always kind of run and smash but then suddenly you run and you throw them yeah right yeah i do that sometimes yeah see that that's that's basic you know mind games psych yeah you know i and i don't think in like an ai is quite capable of that i i mean like like if it was copying you yeah it would like do throws a lot and then start doing shurikens at the end of the round but you know if someone was like taking every throw from the start you know it wouldn't adjust to that like a human would so at what level does it become self-aware and like start taking over your connect and ordering <laughs> and ordering pizzas on your behalf? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? It's it's too spooky. 
find out for next episode, please. It, it's still it's still in beta. Like, uh, it only works with like twelve of the uh, seventeen characters, I think, <laughs> or eleven, ten, ten characters. So there's that. <laughs> it exists. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I I don't know if you sent me the link or I somehow saw like a video of like these pro players being getting their asses handed to them by their own shadows. <laughs> I I didn't were... see that, but I heard about it. But anyway, I kind of want to move on from Killer Instinct. I'll let you know how the <laughs> how the month goes. I want to mm-hmm. see Ty get beaten by an amiibo. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. Uh, let's see. I was playing. Uh that free forza game again oh, okay uh fast and furious right um this is what i was playing in between matches on killer instinct right <laughs> so like i 100 percent completed the xbox one version but it also came out for free on 360 and i'm thinking hey easy thousand achievement points and it was <laughs> but man that game forza it has so many good ideas but i don't want to play it because it's not 60 frames a second. Uh, okay. Right? On um, 360 or? Neither. It's, neither, okay. Huh. I might be crazy, but it felt smoother on the 360. But on the other hand, it might just be my brain messing with me. And I am I was playing it on Let's a get different the, screen. Get the PS4 version. Get the, get the PS4 version. That's That'll rich. be 60. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know if Forza Horizon 2 is 60 frames a second. I'm guessing not. But yeah, does it does it look really good though? I guess I I don't know. I don't think anything looks good unless it's sixty frames a second. So that's my opinion. I think that's that, a, that's that... always the excuse though, isn't it? Like it looks good, but it's you know the frame rate has to take a hit, kind of thing. Yeah, if it's not if it's like twenty five or thirty frames a second, it doesn't look good. But is it is it consistent though? I mean, yeah, I mean it doesn't okay. slow down or anything, but okay. It's just super annoying to me. And okay, I saw a conversation on the internet that I disagreed with mm-hmm. for the first time ever. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like everything on the internet is solid gold up until this month. Like, dun, dun, dun. Some, like um, I guess some developer was looking for feedback. I forget which one about um, console games like get, having graphical options the way PCs like if you could choose between like texture quality and frame rate and there were all these comments that were just like console gamers don't care about that and i'm like fuck that perfect perfect dark on the n64 had that yeah right uh yeah i play console games and like like if i could just like ditch the texture quality to play forza in 60 frames a second i would do it instantly i would do that for like any game because that's what's important to me 60 frames a second that's a good point, actually, yeah. Yeah, so... I I think people don't know what they want. <laughs> they should be told what they want. Yes, <laughs> by me, especially. <laughs> um, So, I actually do kind of hope console games doing that, or go in that direction, or just all become 60 frames a second. Uh, I, I know I'm inviting a lot of her PC Master Race trolls here, but... <laughs> <laughs> whatever, no. man. They don't like getting involved in that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> They're Jesus. happy with any frame rate Jesus at any Christ. resolution. <laughs> okay, okay. I, here's a PC game I was playing. It's called Dynamite Bomb. Okay. It's a two two D shoestring budget indie fighting game. 
there was a tournament for it <laughs> at uh, Final Round Bats. And, uh, okay, this is how poverty this game is. Like, like I, I Googled for, like, um, well, first I was looking for, <laughs> for a pirated copy. I probably shouldn't say that, but... I couldn't I couldn't find one. And then I couldn't even find like any English information on this game hmm. other than like it's coming out in English. So I started looking in Japanese and uh I found a demo from like three years ago that had four playable characters. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'll take it. So I'll, I just download the demo, learn to play one of the characters as much as I could in like two hours. And it was enough to defraud myself up to second place at the tournament <laughs> it was pretty good I, I mean it was fun and uh i actually got to commentate on the stream for a little while hmm. um so uh there, there's, there's this guy in japan it plays uh anime style fighting games it, he's a jiuna jp on twitter and uh he's pretty funny he released a really funny uh video for undernight in birth a while ago where he did like some glitchy throw infinite to someone online <laughs> and then disconnected and it's like hold that hold that i'm going to the gym it's one of the, one of the funniest things I ever saw so he he had set up a stream and i commentated for a while on it and also there was a there was some sort of challenge or wager going on where uh, another guy took a pie to the face on stream so that was good like literally yes okay literally <laughs> I think I just saw that on your Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I did. I posted a picture as it happened, yeah. and that was live on stream. It was kind of blurry though, so you couldn't really see what was on his face. Yeah, it was like <laughs> chocolate and whipped cream. It's pretty good. I'm glad that's what it was. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can get dynamite bomb. It was half price, so you could get it for four fifty, the English version. Well, I'm sure you've just tripled the sales of that game from yeah. zero to three. There are starving children in Africa that can't afford basic fighting games, but for only $4.50, if that half-price deal is still good, you can provide a fighting game for a needy, starving child. <laughs> yes, these are the kind of projects we want to get behind. Yeah. Okay, is um, it my new business yet? Uh, Yeah, I... <laughs> Yes, one thing. Uh, I was playing some Skullgirls again after a while. Oh God! Oh God, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, new character, Robo Fortune, uh, and comedy voice packs. You can change the announcer. You can change the characters' voices to like just jokes. You can you like one girl has like the Valley Girl voice pack. Another character has like a I don't know anime voice pack. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh god and they're okay. all free and paid for by the kickstarter the stretch oh, cool. the stretch goals are coming home to roost hmm. i want a snoop dog pack yeah so yeah tech tech and tech <laughs> two or was that tech and six i forget it was tech and six he was in it? call of duty as well jesus christ anyway if you want to get the skull girls but you were scared away by the constant updates they have all the characters in now and the game is pretty much stabilized so you might want to give it a look and it's coming out on ps4 oh okay um, you're gonna kill strizzle on the hizzle <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah state of decay is amazing i'm still playing it okay now i'm done cool 
All right. <laughs> <laughs> what a new business. An eclectic selection, as always. It's going to add something else about Snoop Dogg, how I've read online that he thought Game of Thrones was actually a historical <laughs> tale. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. I love Snoop Dogg. With that, let's go ahead and take another quick break, and James will be back to finish us <laughs> off new business. Snoop Dogg! Snoop Dogg! <laughs> <laughs> Right, James is going to uh, continue on and finish off new business for us. Well, I'm neither a squid nor a kid, Danny. I don't have okay. Splatoon yet. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've uh, I made good on my promise to myself to finally finish New Super Mario Brothers United, and <laughs> uh, yeah, it's done. It's in the bag. <sighs> I'm kind of glad to be uh, at the end of it and uh, to be done with it. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, last episode I was maybe in, like, World 7, but it doesn't really make it clear, like, where you are, like, how many more worlds there are to go, but, you know, it's pretty obvious, right? There's going to be eight worlds. But I got to, like, Bowser, and then I realized that I'd totally skipped a world. Uh Uh-oh. And um, so I had to go back and do that uh, before beating Bowser. I think, because there's there's quite a... um, This is kind of related to another beef I have with the game, but, like... On the world map, there's a couple of times where the 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 path splits, and you can choose which way you want to uh, go. And yeah. if you forget about that, then you, you've, you've you've skipped a whole world, right? Right. And I, I kind of had a I don't know if I'd say problem, but I, I really didn't like that in the original New Super Mario Brothers two, uh, New Super Mario Brothers one, <laughs> also. Did it um, do that? Yeah, they did that. Like. No, I don't even know if it was branching paths, but there's like different exits and stuff. Like sometimes you could jump from. I I don't remember the exact thing, but let's say oh you just finished World yeah. One, and but now that, you're that going was to kind World of Three. Obvious. Yeah, like. But it was yeah. very yeah, it was very obvious. But I still it was just kind of annoying. There was a main path, and then there was a couple of ones where they split off to a secret world, right? No, that was just. I'm just talking about like main game stuff, and I'm pretty sure I'm remembering it correctly. Yeah, but in the, in the DS one, it's like. The thing that's different is that this one is trying to be like Super Mario World, which is right. obviously it's a game that's a game very close to my heart. I that's my favorite Mario game ever. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty much perfection, and this is trying to like you know emulate it, and it doesn't do a very good job in my opinion. It's um, mm-hmm. it's kind of a mess. I think the one the biggest problem I have with this game is that the world map is a complete mm-hmm. mess. It's like it's like a hodgepodge. It's like they've designed all the levels and then they've kind of done the world map afterwards and mm-hmm. they've just kind of kind of cram everything in. Like with Super Mario World on the on the SNES, it's like the world map is so just meticulously designed. Like there's like little hints that you see, like, you know, like this little lake and then there's like, you know, there's a ghost house and you don't know how to get to it. And you're like, mm-hmm. wow, or like how do I get there? And it kind of intrigues you and makes you want to explore the world, you know, the levels to try and get there right right but with this one it's like you can't see any of that it's it's all kind of like you find there's no way of knowing like if there's a secret exit there right Hmm. um with i think it's got progressively worse with each new super mario brothers game if i think back like even the 3ds one i don't think it was this bad um 
like with the 3ds one like you could see like a blue you know a level like out in the water or something like that so you're like okay maybe it's this level or the other level where i have to find a secret exit to get to there right Mm-hmm. But with this one, you can't even see the secret exits, or you can sometimes, but most of the times you can't. And you, so if you look in a guide and it says, "Okay, there's a secret exit on here," right? Mm-hmm. And you do that, and then out of nowhere, this you know, when you when you find the secret exit, it'll go bling, and then the path will be carved in front of you, and it'll be it'll go somewhere like completely random, like miles away from where the level is, hmm. and it'll just generate all of these like random platforms to get you to the secret world mm-hmm. and it just doesn't make any sense it's like is it is it almost like the the secret levels were like an aftershot they're like yeah, oh, yeah, shit, yeah exactly we forgot to add that exactly the, we can't fit them in like oh shit uh is there any space i'll just come space in the middle of the water okay just throw it there and then <laughs> to, to get there they'll just generate a rainbow or like a hundred <laughs> pipes to suddenly just rise out the water it doesn't make any sense I mean, on the, this is a Mario game we're talking about, but like, <laughs> what I mean, when I mean sense, I mean like as a design sense, a design sensibility, it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. It's just thrown all together. And it was, it was this kind of revelation that kind of made me like, oh, okay, this is why this world map sucks. This is why this game isn't clicking with me. It just doesn't feel like um, a unified or like, you know, well thought out world. Mm-hmm. And that after a while just really got to me and really annoyed me mm-hmm. so yeah but anyway i did get through it and i got to bowser beat bowser there was it was a kind of like nice spin on the end bowser battle it was, it was kind of interesting not crazy interesting i think the wii one was probably the best bowser battle you know where you're kind of getting chased by him through all Is the that, lava and everything climbing up the the different platforms and he's coming after you or something. Yeah, 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 I think I, so. Man, I, yeah, I played like three New Super Mario Brothers games. I think I played... They're kind of blending <laughs> together now. Well, I played Wii and then two mm-hmm. in the same year. Like, I played Wii before I got two, and then I think, yeah, then I got you that same year or whatever. It's an, <laughs> another kind of thing I just realized. You know, last uh, last episode when we were we we're talking about how two and you were released so near together, near mm-hmm. each other, right? Right. And obviously, I didn't get you till like you know, kind of recently. But like, th- th- that means there were some people, like you know, people like on RFN and other podcasts, who got New Super Mario Brothers two, then immediately got you a couple of months later, and then you know, whatever it was, like, a, was it half a year or a year after that? New the Luigi. Right. DLC That's came like, out? Yeah, June. Yeah, June 2013, maybe. So shit, there's like three identical games back to back, and people played all of those back to back. Like, honestly, I just don't know how people did that. I mean, even like I've said before, like a year and a half between two <laughs> and you, that was enough to annoy me. So you're not going to be in for New Super Luigi U at all? Yeah, some people were trolling me on Twitter after the last episode. They're like, so <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to, you know, New Luigi U then. Uh, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, because uh, as far as I know, it just replaces the levels, right? It doesn't change the world map or anything. Um, now we're talking out of our ass again, so... You, do, you, <laughs> just, point you just get no, to I... play as Nabbit and Luigi, who's got annoying jump. Yeah, and so, I mean, yeah, things, things are mixed up. I think the t- they give you a yeah, more you get, limited amount of time. And... Yeah, yeah, you only get a minute and a half, you know. Right. Which is... Yeah, that's just <laughs> that's like something like at the end of Galaxy, you know, like the the purple coin challenges. It's like, you know, let's just do something really annoying to 
you know, piss you off and make it, you know, arbitrarily hard, you know, at the end of the game. But ex except this time, you they're asking you to pay for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Even if Luigi was uh, Luigi, you was a uh, unlockable at the end. If it was a free and unlockable, I still wouldn't play it. <laughs> so to to be asked to pay for it is just you know insulting. But um, but anyway, I I unlocked the you know the Star World and that was kind of like a nice. Well, it wasn't a surprise, but you know <laughs> they're trying to emulate Mario World, right? Mm -hmm. But I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, and I I had enough coins to unlock the first Star World, and yeah, it's. Uh, but I don't think I'm going to do any any more. I think I think you know. I've got this star next to my save file, which indicates I completed the game. Uh, I think that's enough. I th I unlock quite a few uh, hidden, you know, alternate exits or whatever, and I've mm -hmm. seen pretty. I think I've seen pretty much all the levels. You know, outside of the Star World, I think I've unlocked all the um, the levels. So, yeah, I think I'm pretty much done. You know, maybe five years down the line, maybe when my son is playing. My dusty old Wii U. I'll you know bring out the Wii U out the cupboard and I'll blow dust stuff in. I'll say, "Here you go, son. Have a go of this. You know, see how far you can get in it." He'll never forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> but he has to complete Super Mario World on SNES before he's allowed to play that. Of course. Okay. Good. You're a good dad. Sure, sure. <laughs> he's going to do it. You know, in the right order. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was um, New Super Mario Brothers U. And you know, another thing. That just kind of reminded me how, like, you know, did I mention this last time? How annoying it was that two and you didn't interact with each other whatsoever. Right. I didn't mention that last time, right? Mm, maybe, but that is a true statement. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think maybe it was one of my. Well, yeah, we can kind of link this with E three predictions, but like, um, we're not doing E three predictions again. But I just mean <laughs> because E three is coming soon. Like right. one of my E three predictions back in the day, you know, whatever, two three years ago was that New Super Mario U was going to have like a level designer mm -hmm. and you were going to be able to share levels back and forth between 2 and U because I thought it was too much of a coincidence that they were being released so near to each other. And it was kind of like, they can't, they can't just do another bog standard New Super Mario Brothers game. Mm -hmm. I think that was my thinking. My <laughs> logic was like, okay, they're not just going to do another one and that's it. But sure enough, they, that, that's exactly what they did and they didn't do any interaction whatsoever you know well here we are you know three year, three and a half years later mario maker's coming out but that's mm -hmm. a completely separate game right so right right yeah that kind of annoyed me and the fact they didn't have online and they they actually recycled the same ex excuse like you know three times you know like i think when we new super brothers we came out people said like why isn't this online and then it was like blah 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 people in the catch blah blah it's and not then possible, blah blah. And then New Super Mario Bros. Two came out, and it was like blah blah blah, 3DS. It's not powerful, blah 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 blah. <laughs> and then okay, so now here we are on a HD console with online. They finally fixed the online, and there you go, same excuse. Um, it's better to play on the couch or whatever. And you know there are lots of people who uh, defend that um, Nintendo statement on that, mm. and I think that is just. A ridiculous stance to take. Like, why are you defending a ridiculous decision like that? Here, here. It's not. It's not like. <laughs> it's not like I'm saying it's got to be online only. Right, <laughs> I'm right, right. Saying an online option, you know. Right. Two player. 
you know, three player, four, even if it's just two player, whatever. And exactly, amazingly enough, there's there's actually a homebrew. There's actually the two British, the there's two brothers actually, twin brothers, who hacked um, uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii, <laughs> not we, not you, we to play online <laughs> in two player. <laughs> there. They they got it running up in like you know like a couple of days. They were they were dicking around with the programming, and not all the features worked. But like they got pretty much all the the standard multiplayer features working in a few mm -hmm. days, running on uh, hacked Wii U over the internet. Well, I, I, I'll play the <laughs> I'll play the defense team here for Nintendo just a bit, Go and on. this is probably what they're welcome thinking, to like, die. Hey. <laughs> well, they're thinking like, hey, you know, maybe we can get this thing to work, but. It's going to be a real pain in the ass to figure out all these little things that maybe that you know that you said that these guys it works but it's not perfect and yeah I don't but know, maybe that, that was that was took... three days of some you know yeah. nerds in their basement <laughs> yeah three days two people not even paid to figure yeah. this well, shit out in in uh, my defense <laughs> this is this is Nintendo we're talking about here and it's the internet and it's Japan and anyway so. that yeah that that might have flown in two thousand eight. Or whatever, yeah. but you know, with you there was no excuse, and right. you know, ugh, it's just, terrible well, and embarrassing, and it needs to end. <laughs> it really does. I mean, I know there are people probably shouting into the iPods now, like I don't want that. You know, I don't want I don't to play want online. To live. Well, fuck you. You're a terrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would probably wouldn't go that far. I would. Um, not on a podcast, anyway. I'm popping off right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please, this, this just an is, option. This is like a staple of video games now. And you can't just go around pretending it's still the stone age of fucking video games where you can't make a <laughs> simple fucking Mario game play online. It's not that hard. Well, Mario Maker does have online functionality. Wow. So that counts for something. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to be seen here as like an apologist for my Nintendo Master because no, man, I, of course, I think it's ridiculous that there's no online in that and, you know, any of those games. But actually, I don't that's know. a good point. Mario Maker would actually work quite well as um, an online, you know, online play, not only just level sharing, which is a, obviously a match, you know, that's a given. But like, you know, maybe one guy designing the level and then pushing it to his friend who can then play it immediately and they can mm -hmm. edit it and play back and forth, you know, as like one session kind of thing rather than, you know, send it, you know, wait for a week and, <laughs> and then, you know, <laughs> to talk to him on Skype. Like, did you get my uh, level that I sent, you know, last Wednesday? Uh, <laughs> let me just check. Oh yeah, I did. Thanks. Yeah, that was good. Um, rather than that, you know, have something more immediate. That would be quite cool. But yeah, mm -hmm. pie in the sky thinking probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But yeah, that's my new business uh, slash rant of the week uh, done. <laughs> Please understand. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. <laughs> okay. Well, so Danny, should we go on to some news and stuff? Yes, let's do that. Let's go on to the news.
All right, and we're here to hit you with some news. There have been a couple of Nintendo Directs from the last podcast until now. Uh, one happened in Japan, and then shortly, something within 24 hours or so, uh, one happened in the West as well. So briefly, we're going to go ahead and go over what went down in the West, and then we're going to go ahead and talk about stuff that happened in Japan, stuff that maybe you didn't catch or because it just wasn't available on the uh, on the Western versions of the show. That was so weird because you know people were panicking. It's like, are we going to get all these in in the West? And then you know the next day it happened. So <laughs> all yeah. their fears were allayed. Right. So yeah. So, um, so Japan was first, right? And it was this the Morimoto guy again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Iwata, yeah, he wasn't there at all. Just uh, I think that's his name, Morimoto. I, that's what I wrote down. <laughs> um, so yeah. And what in the West, in North America, Bill Trennan was... How about Europe? Does you know, James? Did you check that uh, one out? Or? I only watched the Japanese one. Okay, okay. Seriously? Oh, uh, little, oh, I think a little bit of the the American one. I, no, I didn't watch the European one. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've watched yeah bits of both apart from the European. Okay. No idea. Well, just to kick things off and just to kind of get through the stuff in the West, the stuff that you guys have probably heard in other podcasts at this point by now... Um, yeah, bravely, <laughs> bravely, <laughs> bravely second. Uh, oh my God, what is the real name? Not layer cake. <laughs> I love screwing with the agenda. It's called end layer, isn't it? End layer. Thank you. Is <laughs> scheduled to come out in Europe and North America in early 2016. I think it was, or was it just a 2016? Just 2016. Is it? Um, when is it? Is it out in Japan? Yes, that's out. Came out. Right around, I think it was March 23rd or 26th. Oh, like Jesus. It's, yeah, it's been a while. I saw it in the game show. I couldn't remember if it was a pre-order box or if it was an actual box. <laughs> yeah, it's already pretty cheap on Amazon. I think they have it for like 3,000, 4,000 yen already. Started out at like, you know, 6,000 yen game. <laughs> so. Did um, Famitsu uh, get paid to review it? Uh, they probably did, and I just don't remember what they gave it. <laughs> I think it's it sold over like 100,000, 150,000 here, which is... On 3DS, okay, that's not so great, but... Oh, yeah. we, ha- we haven't been doing um, charts in a while, so yeah, kind of, I think we, we missed that, we, didn't we? Yeah, we, yeah, we, we did. <laughs> if we'd done charts, we would have been able to talk about it. Right. So, moving on, this actually happened in the Japanese Direct 2, you know, a new Chibi-Robo 2D side-scrolling game, Chibi-Robo Ziplash, as it's called in the West, <laughs> in, the, in Japan. It sounds uh, like Whiplash, but it's <laughs> Ziplash. <laughs> yeah. See what they did there? Yeah, in Japan, uh, Naginawa Action Guru Guru Chibi Robo is the name <laughs> here. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. And, wow. Yes, Naginawa, I guess that means lasso, um, I believe. If that's I remember that's right. lasso for English-speaking people. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that's coming out in October in North America. And Japan, that is said fall, so there's really no specific date on that. Um, that's James, autumn. For English speaking, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll just do for a running more, translation for more um, educated folks out there. Doctor Mario Miracle Cure hey. comes out mm-hmm. uh, the eleventh. What? Doctor uh, Mario is the eleventh of this month? No. What? Yes. Okay. But you wrote that. But it's, but, <laughs> but it's already out in Japan right now. Yes. Yep. That came out right immediately after the direct. So. Oh, so the 11th? So, oh, so by the time people listen to this, it'll be like oh, yeah. coming out. Right, exactly. Okay. Did, did anybody get this? No, I didn't. I, I kind of want to. Um, just 
uh, just go through it really quick. I mean, it's Dr. Mario, Dr. Luigi, and then like another mode with like touchscreen type of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, I was super pretty... interested and in, I looked it up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks pretty neat. It's less than a thousand yen. It's eight hundred eighty yen, probably plus tax. Ty, Ty, can you read out the Japanese style because it's amazing? Uh, okay, Doctor Mario, Doctor Mario, Gakuten Tokoyaku and Saikin Bokumetsu. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty yeah, good. Amazing. Yeah, Gakuten Saiban. That's um, Ace Attorney, but Gakuten Toyaku is Doctor Mario. Don't get those two mixed up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Objection. Overruled. <laughs> Next is uh, LBX Little Battle little, little, little Battlers Experience. The X in experience is uh, capitalized for some reason. Obviously. <laughs> or it could be e experience. I don't know. Because it's Japan. <laughs> that's, right? the more logical, that's the more logical th- way of thinking there, yeah. Yeah, that's coming um, on the 21st of August in the West. Right. This has been a series that's been out here for a while on 3DS and stuff, so it's kind of weird that it's coming out now in the West, unless this is just something that's completely different and I'm just wrong. <laughs> but I think I'm pretty sure this is something that's been a bit a thing here in Japan for quite a while. Danny, the next one, um, I don't think I'll be able to say it without vomiting a little bit, but I'll try. Okay. Marion Sonic at Rio Olympics 2016. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um... <laughs> You okay there? Let me just take a drink here. Okay. Um, Danny, when you saw the video for that, did you see the video for that? Yes. Did you think that there was going to be an American football event in it? Well, first I saw that. I was like, <laughs> what? Then I was like, oh, okay, it's rugby. <laughs> no, dude, come I, on. I honestly thought it was. Because um, um, I think like literally like two days before this um, Nintendo Direct, I, I, tweeted, I tweeted out a picture of... Um, the two Twitter accounts, like for EA Sports, they've got one for Madden and one for FIFA. Uh-huh. And the Madden Twitter account had something like uh, 600,000 followers. And mm-hmm. the FIFA one had 2.8 million. Yeah. And I was <laughs> and I just, and then my comment was like, this is why you'll never have a Mario American football game. Yeah. And, and when I saw that, I was like, oh shit. And then, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. But no. No, I mean, as my much trolling as remains and- true. As much as I love American football, I don't want to see this as a Mario game personally. Right. If I'm going to play Mario and, you know, if I'm going to play any type of football game, I'd rather play like a realistic one personally. I, I like Madden and, you know, whenever 2K, NFL 2K was a thing, I really like that too. But Tecmo <laughs> Super Bowl for life. <laughs> you, I, you, I, don't, I, you don't I, like football, football though, right? Soccer? Would you be interested in playing that Strikers game? I, no, I like Super Mario Strikers on GameCube. Oh, okay. Um, Okay, I did I not like the Wii it. version, really. Okay. But, Waggle. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember something egregious that I didn't didn't sit well with me. So anyway, yeah, Rugby Sevens, because that's going to be at the Olympics, is going to be in the game, and golf. Okay. The golf is going to be the 3DS exclusive, and the rugby is going to be the Wii U exclusive. Okay. okay. Okay, somebody else read the next one so I can goggle. Project okay. Treasure. <laughs> I don't know anything <laughs> about this. So this is the new title from Bandai Namco, and there was a kind of like a bit of a teaser on the Nintendo Direct showing what appears to be. It was the uh, Tekken guy, Ty. You should know this guy. What's his name? Is it Harada? Yeah, Harada. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it looks like some kind of four-player action-y type of thing, fighting 
what was it, Monstrous Aliens, uh, U.S. President's Eye? I really don't remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking of Harada, just kind of, you know, dreaming wistfully. And uh, <laughs> I ima- imagine he has his hands full, right? So With this game, yeah, he's doing this. Well, I mean, he's got this. Uh, there's Tekken 7. Like, it came out in arcades, and they're still coming out with characters for it, as far as I know. Like the, what about Polken? Yeah, and then Polken, uh, mm-hmm. and then maybe also Tekken Cross Street Fighter, maybe if they haven't canceled it, <laughs> we'll Again. see. And, and yet, yet he's doing another game. So this Project Treasure is going to be free to play or free to start, free to play, maybe. Um, which could be interesting. I, I really hope that this is like a global thing and like. Everyone can play together. You know, they're not they don't segregate, you know, the Japanese servers and the Western servers. I, I, I think they'd segregate them just because a lot of players in Japan are just literally afraid to go online. I talked last week, man, even the, the... Well, I don't think it's gonna have voice chat. Well <laughs> it's, it's, it's just gonna be like, you know, greetings, you know. On the English version it'll say, you know, fuck your memory in the ass, but on the Japanese <laughs> one that'll just be translated to Yorushiku. Yeah, Hiroshiku. You know, that's that's the beauty of the text, you know, the you know the embedded text chat thing, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like preset phrases. You know, you can just translate it to yeah. the nearest thing. I hope you guys saw the hate mail I got from a Japanese person the other day. Oh yeah, I, I saw that. What? I that, not... that was you, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I am, I am American. I like hamburgers. Yes, anime gozaimasu. <laughs> 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 that was so good that he he actually thought that you know you couldn't speak Japanese even though you're writing Japanese. Yeah, haha! <laughs> it is American joke. <laughs> yes, you are American joker. It's like my third most recent tweet. Please enjoy. Quick, uh, <laughs> quick Japanese lesson: when a Japanese person says uh, "ha ha ha" American joke, that just means man, that was not funny at all. I don't get it. <laughs> it means it just means that was yeah. It just ice cold, left me cold. Not funny at all. <laughs> Usually happens when you know an American person tells a joke and all the Japanese people are just <laughs> looking at him like he's an idiot. <laughs> right, Danny. In my my case, anytime I open up my mouth, but yeah, know, with I, Danny it happens with people from all races and cultures. It does. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. Totally, <laughs> totally true. Uh, to round things out here with uh, the Western stuff for the Nintendo Direct. Okay. <laughs> What's the Arc, name of this Arc, Arc Academy Art Year. <laughs> Art Academy Sketchpad. Is yeah. that what it's called? I think that's the European name. Or okay. I think one of them is a European, one of them is American. <laughs> Wait, what? Art, Art Acad- Academy Atelier? Yeah. That's either American or European. Delete as appropriate. Okay. Do your own research, people listening. <laughs> I'm this sorry. is the Japan uh, okay. podcast. We don't <laughs> yeah. care. We don't care about American things. There's an Art Academy game coming out, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so, so. It's, it's eShop only in the US, but it, there's a retail version in Europe. And you get, okay. a disc, you get like some money off if you have the original one or whatever. Okay. Anyway, next. So next, we're going to go to Japan exclusive stuff, as in things that weren't in the uh, the American slash probably European one. 
You know, I'll go on record here too because I think there was a couple of games that I just forgot to write down <laughs> that are definitely Japan exclusive. But there's like a super <laughs> okay. There's like a Super Robot Wars game that's that's coming out on 3ds sometime, and I just totally forgot. I think when I was watching the direct. I was in the car. I was watching on the phone network. Brilliant. You know, and it was it was fine, but I didn't have anywhere to like take notes or anything, and then I just I forgot about it until right now. So that's just take screenshots on your phone. I guess I could have. Wow. <laughs> Pro tip. Yep. Hold, I, I hold down the power button and the the home screen button. Take a I screenshot. Um, so yeah, Famicom Remix, best choice. Um, AKA Ultimate NES Remix. Gets a release date in Japan, twenty seventh of August. It already yep. came out. Oh yeah, this has been out in Europe and North America since November and December, respectively. This is the one and two together, right? No, this is a special 3DS version that did not. This is the first time it's coming out here in Japan. I don't know why they waited so long. I just figured that they were just not going to release it at all. But yeah, it's coming out in the end of August. So. By the way, for good examples of uh, Nintendo blatantly lying to your face, um, <laughs> there was there was a time when somebody said, you know, Famicom Remix would work really really well on the 3DS, and uh, either Miyamoto or somebody just blatantly just said, no, it wouldn't work. It's not powerful enough. <laughs> and then, yeah, literally four months later, <laughs> this gets announced. <laughs> this was yeah, this is way before the first Famicom Remix came out. Yeah, going back. Go back and look it up. I'm not lying. So um, next up, Ty, do you want to read this next one here? Of course he does. Yeah, more than anything. Yeah, Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. Cho Fushigi no Dungeon. Coming 9-17 to Japan. North America, quarter four. Europe, Australia, who knows? Quarter two, 2016. Is that even a real year? <laughs> yes. So yeah, that's coming out here pretty soon on 3DS. Um, the next one... <laughs> Here, I, I kind of got some comments. We kind of had some comments about this on the story up on the site, uh, NintendoWorldReport.com. Um, Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. Same name in Japan as it is in the West. It's uh, just been easier for them. Um, but that's, that actually has an official release date here in Japan. It's coming out on July 30th. Uh, the, it's going to be you know phys- available physical or digitally, so you can get a card of this if you want to. And it's going to retail for 4,000 yen um, in the cards. You can get a pack of three cards. Or 300 yen each, and there are over 100 different cards starting from launch, and probably more to come, you know, uh, later on down the line. So, if, if uh, any listeners want those cards, I'll buy them for you. Thousand yen a pack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this this is obviously coming to the West. I don't think there's a solid. Maybe there's some kind of a release window about it. I think it's coming out maybe this later this year, the fall or so. But yeah, this kind of. I was talking with people about this, like, how, I don't know, what do you think they'd price this in the West? Well, I, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near as expensive as this, but on the, on this, I'm thinking like that because on the same hand, while 4,000 yen, you know, it might sound like a lot of money, I mean, compared to the normal price for first-party yeah. games on 3DS, this is actually not too that's bad. A, that's a 29.99 equivalent, isn't it? Something like that, yeah. yeah. I really thought this was just going to be DLC or like an app. Yeah, the eShop. I didn't realize this was going to be like a package thing. So yeah, that's quite. That, 
quite taken aback by that. But yeah. Right, me too. And I, I could see something like this working in Japan even being this expensive because people like Animal Crossing, a lot of people have 3DS, and I think it'll sell. But I don't know, though. I mean, these cards are still... I mean, I guess, you know, 100 yen a card, that's not out of the question for stuff here. I mean, Ty, God knows, you know, you know, going to some kind of like a gotcha pun machine or whatever, you pump in like, you know, 100 yen coins by the fistful to, you know, get something good or something. Yeah, I don't know. This just seems pretty expensive, but I don't think it's going to be nearly that expensive in the West. Maybe. 300 yen for th- for three cards? Yep. Okay. So 100 yen, <laughs> 100 yen yeah. a card then. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Two ninety nine does two ninety nine seem a lot for three cards, like in American uh-huh. dollars. How much? How much do um, Magic the Gathering cards go for? Does anyone know? Yeah, actually, I I played. I've been playing some, but I've only played here in Japan, so I've only paid Japan prices, and I don't even remember how much I paid for a pack. <laughs> yeah, but, but they're, they're really going out all out with this. Like, if we read the next thing, the right. NFC reader writer thing is is coming out on the same day. And mm-hmm. there's a bundle with it, so you get that the game and the the writer without any cards for five thousand yen. Right. So yeah, they're really going all out. Oh, and there's this new as a 3ds LL a new 3ds LL coming with uh, the with the, uh, yeah. with the what do you call it? It's not a faceplate because it's the LL, but like no, no, no. it's yeah, it's some kind of special design special and design, yeah. all that. And the game's you know it's just a digital version of the games on there. And uh, then they but they do have faceplates, a faceplate. For the smaller 3DS, and that's going to be about 2,000 yen. So, that's more expensive than a regular faceplate, I think. Mm, well, for like the standard ones without any type of design from like the games, yeah. But I mean, there's a Xenoblade one that's about 2,000, and the Smash Splatoon, ones I think about the same. Yeah. I think the Splatoon one is too. So, it's yeah, expensive. So yeah, a, a, this is like you know Animal Crossing, you know version two, isn't it? It's like the second run at it. On the same yeah. on the same system, which you know they've never done before, like two, two Animal Crossing games on one system, right? Well, if you count the GameCube <laughs> Japanese release, they had actually there's two GameCube ones, maybe even three. I don't remember, but Say what? it's like one without without something. Oh, the it? e-reader and the... then they added e-reader support. And oh, you're then... right, Animal Crossing Plus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's it's essentially the same game with you know minor stuff. This is completely. Well, relatively different. You know, the the point of the game is a lot different than what it is in regular Animal Crossing. So yeah, but yeah, I'm sure it'll be less of a rip off in the West. Yeah, they they need it to be because if it is, it's too much of a rip off. Even if people even perceive it as being a little bit as too much of a rip off, no one's going to freaking buy it. So people in Japan like spending lots of money. <laughs> Everyone's rich. Everyone's rich. Yeah, I think Ty said that once. Yeah, <laughs> sure is nice to. Live in a modern country with piles of money. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They forget to pay the English teachers that money, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie doodle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ty, do you like Monster Hunter? Uh, I've never played Monster Hunter. Literally never. Well, Danny, I guess you're the expert, then. I'm the expert of the podcast. You're so, the 30-minute um, expert. Yeah, hey, I've probably played for at least a total of two or three hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's four games, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there, there are two new Monster Hunter games that are coming to 3DS here. Uh, one is called Mon Hon Niki Aidu Muda Dedaksu. It's like something like Monster Hunter Journal 
Idu Village Deluxe, whatever, coming out September 10th. Um, if you're controlling like the little cats, whatever the <laughs> heck, what are they called? Everyone, Sure. Um, you're controlling them and doing stuff. And apparently there was a PSP <laughs> game that, because Donald Terrio, he had wrote up this story on uh, Nintendo World Report, and he said that apparently uh, a game of this on the PSP as well. Um, so, okay. <laughs> but other than that, kind of a more traditional Monster Hunter game is coming out on 3DS this winter here. It's called Monster Hunter Cross. Uh, it appears to be running on the Monster Hunter 4 Unlimited engine, and it's going to have some kind of, somehow be some kind of, have some kind of different combat system. Super still, moves or something like that. Yeah, but still retain elements from previous Monster Hunter games. So, so. I think the A4 Play guys, who are obviously you know, experts on Monster Hunter, right. um, they were talking about this on their last show. And yeah, apparently it's like, yeah, going back to like Portable 3rd or something, which are like PSP games. Yes. Um, it's got like, you know, monsters and stuff from that game. So it's kind of like, yeah. I don't know what a good, you know, fighters mega mix or something. I don't know what you could compare it to. It's like okay. everything in one with extra moves and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <clears throat> it's Capcom. They like to recycle shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, next so cool. uh, is Fire Emblem Eve. Eve. <laughs> uh, so this is is this out? No, this comes out towards the end of this month. So. I see it oh, everywhere. Cool. I see like boxes for it everywhere. I guess yeah, pre-orders uh, going strong. But anyway, there's a stronghold building mechanic, uh, kind of like a town building kind of thing, and you can street past them. And yeah, I've seen I've seen pictures where people have built bathhouses, and you know you can like move the camera around and see all your characters. I'm pretty sure. I thought the bathhouse thing was. I thought, <laughs> I thought the bathhouse thing was like a little bit different. Um, <laughs> because like a, because Japan. That's why. Because Japan. Yeah. So, I, God, I should have wrote that stuff down too. But that's another type of a thing that they have in here. But with this town building type of stuff, this is stuff that you do outside of the regular portion of the game. It's almost kind of like I guess like a mini game inside of the game, from what I understand. And yeah. yeah, from what these little towns that you build up, you can actually street pass them with other people. Could, you, could you get any more Japanese than that? You can street, <laughs> you can street pass your custom designed bathhouses. How good? <laughs> how Japan is that? I don't think it's actually street passing the bathhouse portion, but that's what people are going to be doing, though. That's what people are going to want exclusively. Know it. But. Would you like to build a kitchen where you can watch people cook, or would you like to build a bathhouse where you can see all your female characters na- naked? <laughs> hmm, yeah. I wonder which would the Japanese otaku will go for there. Well, I was going to make a rude comment. I'll just keep it to myself. <laughs> I was waiting for something. So, um, Ty, would you read the next little part of news there about the Wii download games? Yeah, Wii download games. Let's see. More Wii download games coming to Wii U eShop. Super Mario Galaxy on... Wow, that's already out, right? Yep, 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 yeah. yep, already out. For 30% off through three days from recording this. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, hurry up. Yeah, let's see. Punch-Out's coming in June. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, Punch-Out Wii, right? Yeah. Trauma Team coming in July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's the first third-party title ever to hit the Wii U. True story. <laughs> no, no it's a, almost it's, true. 
Yeah, almost. It's the first third-party Wii, Wii download game that's uh, hit the service. Everything else has been Nintendo published and uh, whatnot. So that's, um, yeah. that's highly unusual for a Nintendo system. <laughs> yeah. Lack of so, third-party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is kind of cool. I mean, pr- uh, uh, Punch-Out's been out in the West for quite a while now. But, yeah, Trauma, Tra- Trauma Team, that's cool. Mario Galaxy. I mean, why not? You already have the second one on there. Why not put the first one, too? So. I love yeah. how I love how the Japanese title is Hospital. Yeah, like you know, you just imagine the Japanese guys the government like let's call it Hospital because you know the foreigners that's what they call it right. Yeah, and then when it gets translated, they don't even call it that. Dokunin yeah. no Ishi, so that just means like six doctors, right? Yeah, six doctors. And when I first saw, <laughs> when I was watching the direct, I was like, "What the hell is this game?" Because I I just assumed it was a Nintendo published game because it, you know it's what they'd been doing. But then, yeah, I, I noticed later when, you know, the same Donald had brought up that, like, hey, this is Trauma Team. I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> okay. When you're talking with your, like, Japanese students about, like, um, games that you, you know or whatever, and you, you ask them, Do you, oh, have you ever heard, have you ever heard of uh, Trauma Team or things like that? <laughs> and it's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and then, then yeah. you look on Wikipedia for what the Japanese title is. You're like, oh, okay, that's why. Oh, are... Hospital Six Doctors, right, of yeah. course. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Although the yeah. the other day, the, um, one of my students actually knew that uh, Biohazard was Resident Evil. I was quite impressed by that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I have a couple of really otaku nerd boys at my school that I teach. <laughs> and now it's it's fun. I like talking to him. Like one kid before Splatoon came out, he's like, yeah, I can't wait for Splatoon. And I think it was like a couple weeks after Xenoblade came out. He's like, yeah, I already beat it. And I'm like, God, <laughs> you're a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> you know? Shouldn't you be studying? <laughs> yeah <laughs> give me your games yeah yeah actually, actually i um uh, i haven't said this on the, the podcast before but maybe i have <laughs> but i changed my job you know the beginning of this you know financial year and i now work at like an arts college type place so everyone's like really good at like drawing and stuff and like mm-hmm. every day on the whiteboard there's like you know just random anime or game drawings that people have done and Splatoon seems to be uh, quite a popular thing to be drawing oh, cool. right now. Cool. Yeah. If that's any indication. Well, it did sell out completely, right? Yeah, I think yeah. I think the sales like what 100 100 134,000 or something the first uh week sales for the game, but I don't even know if that's I don't think that's even including digital, so. Yeah, and the actual um, physical games were actually selling out. Like it was yeah. hard to come by. It's something like yeah. 90 seven percent sell through or something like that yeah it's popular i mean a lot of people are talking about it like kids and stuff and even my wife when she watches me play she's like oh man it looks like fun and we're gonna play two player and then my wii u pro controller was dead so we didn't do that it died like literally well no i just needed to charge it okay (laughs) but (laughs) such a drama queen danny (laughs) yes and uh, so the last part of the stuff that kind of made it onto the direct, actually this is more towards the beginning, but uh, a new trailer for the Dragon Quest Eight, which is coming out on 3DS, which show this is like the first footage that we saw of the game, like in action, and you know it still keeps the same visual aesthetic that the PlayStation Two game did. You know the oh yeah, very... I was going to ask, is this the PS2 one? Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. It's very anime style. I mean, you see Akira Toriyama's work hardcore you know at play here and uh the one kind of weird thing about this and this is the same thing i noticed with um uh, theater rhythm dragon quest is that square enix does not support uh, stereoscopic 3d with this game and they they didn't with dragon quest monsters 2 but like i said with that i thought it was just like more of like a kid's thing because i think the first one of those didn't either 
but it just seems like they're just coming to terms, maybe saying something like, hey, it's not worth it to put the money in to develop some kind of stereoscopic 3D view when we just sell this game and it's going to you know, either make us money or not. We, we so can't be asked. I think that's the <laughs> official line. Basically. I mean, it's kind of a pity because all, most of the games that I played that they had made had really good 3D, so kind of mm. disappointing to hear that. But And actually, too, Ty, you're going to love yeah. this. And, uh, I didn't know about this until, again, Donald Terrio uh, mentioned this, is that he was trying to check out the trailer on YouTube from Square Enix's Japanese YouTube site or page, and uh, <laughs> the video is region-locked to Japan, or it was, so people outside of Japan couldn't even watch it like on the official Square Enix YouTube. I mean, obviously, there are ways around this if people just, you know, ripped it and put it up somewhere else, which I'm pretty sure you could probably find by now. Sure. But, I mean, that's just stupid. <laughs> Sorry, Donald. <laughs> but, you know, in the opposite way, there are, lo- there are loads more, um, you know, American, uh, you know, Western videos that we can't view. That's like, right. Um, even just, like, stupid things, like movie trailers. It's like you click on something like an official, you know, you know, Sony America thing, and it's like this has been blocked by Sony of America. Blah blah blah. Right. It's the same. I mean, you know, I like American football. Sometimes I'm checking out like uh, there's an official app on iPhone, and I'm checking it. And usually I don't watch videos, but if I'm to the point where I'm alone and there's no I'm not going to bother anybody, I'll try to watch a video. It's just like, oh yeah, you can't do this. Yeah, music videos. Same thing. Mu- yeah, music, because you know, obviously, music is very much. Uh, you know, region-based, isn't it? So Right. Yeah. And it's reasons like this that I have, like, a VPN so that I can access yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. Exactly. which is nice. But exactly. anyway, so... VPN FTW. Yeah. back and um james yes. how about you go ahead and just take it away so on the 14th of june like i said at the beginning of the show there's going to be a smash presentation uh probably by sakurai i don't know maybe but yeah he's going to talk about the lucas uh dlc character does anyone care about lucas eh, not really he makes, <laughs> someone uh, does he makes <laughs> <laughs> All I know that he makes bad Star Wars films. Uh. Uh, <laughs> and the Miiverse stage, which has been long talked about. I mean, like, what, like since before the game came out, maybe? Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, they're still... Uh, anyway, they're going to talk about that, probably. And um, so the, the update and the presentation are on the same day. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you'll be able to pay for Lucas and then, yeah watch the direct all about how to use lucas i guess i don't know whatever but yeah and also they're not talking about um the tournament mode i don't know they, they, they haven't mentioned that in advance maybe that's what's going to be in the presentation who knows Could be. um because that's kind of a weird thing not to have actually i wanted to ask ty about that do other game do other fighting games have online tournament modes um you know, where, where you can like set, you know, like whatever, 16 guys and then you battle it out to be the champion. Let me think about that. 
Um, I, I assume that's what it's going to be for this, anyway. Because mm, Brawl had, like, tournament mode, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think even Melee did, like... Or I don't even remember, actually, since no one ever used it since it wasn't very customizable. But You could be right. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of any, like, major headlining games that have, like, a popular tournament mode. Except, like, Street Fighter 4, Vanilla Street Fighter 4, had a pretty good online mode that played somewhat like a single elimination tournament, except with huge pools, so you could play any time. Like, you would go in, and you would play someone uh, who was fresh with no record. And then, after that, if you won, you would play someone else who was 1-0. If you lost, you would go back to the starting pool. And you would play all the way up until like fourth, fourth round, and then you would usually have a really good fight right then. I don't really get how these things would work because, like, you know, what, what happened with the NWR uh, Smash tournament that we had? It was so freaking hard to get everyone like playing at the same time. It's, you know, it's like you know nine a.m. for us, and it's but it's like you know midnight for people in America. So like, if you set if you set all the people up in the tournament and it's like the game selects who's going to play, but it's like, you know, these people can never meet up because, you know, their time differences or their schedules are never going to sync up. Would Like, how would that work? Would it just, like, well, you expire? Know, as a expire or something? genius fighting game player and pro game designer, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I have some ideas about how it could work. I, I have no idea what they've shown or talked about so far, but... Nothing, nothing yet. Nothing, okay. Well, I imagine you could set it up like a lobby, right? Where, okay, in a lot of fighting games, there's a lobby where it's basically like an arcade or King of the Hill where you you have winter stays and all the other people rotate around. You could do something like that, except it would just grab people who are not playing, have them play their matches, and just run kind of a single elimination bracket. And that, that could go through like really fast, especially players are playing at the same time. So it'd be like eight guys online at one time. It's like, okay, let's do the tournament. Ready, go. That kind of thing. Yeah. As, as opposed to something over a week. Right. Right. You, okay. just, you just yeah, that would work. stay in there. And like since the people are playing matches at the same time, it'll go by pretty quick. Like, Because um, when you play with your friends now, you get like, you know, stars or whatever, don't you? Or coins next to your name, like how many you've won or something like that. So all it would need to do is take that data and, you know, accumulate it into a, you know, some kind of ranking and then announce a winner after so many, so many matches, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Go> on, <laughs> no, thanks. No, I, I mean, okay. So in, when you're just playing continuously, that's like how many KOs you've gotten, I think. Okay. And that, that's not really 100% indicative of winning matches. And that would be a terrible metric to uh, do pro esports super serious tournament play. Yeah. Yeah. So I like my idea better. <laughs> what was your idea again? Uh, <laughs> just run a single elimination tournament. We'll find out soon enough. Anyway, they might, they may or may not talk about this on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. By the, t- I mean, depending on how fast I can get this edited. It might be around the time, you know, you might be listening to this and be like, ha, you guys are stupid, God. Or oh, wow, Ty sure <laughs> that, That'll it. happen no matter what. Yeah, yeah, Ty got it. Yeah, yeah. I see a lot of comments Absolutely. like that, by the way, just saying. 
<laughs> What's that? Like Ty's always wrong? No, Ty's always right about everything all Ty's the time. Right. Even my shot in the dark well, predictions usually turn out to be right. Well, mm-hmm. well, I'm 100% right about 50% of the time. <laughs> cool. Uh, Danny, next yes. up. Yes. So um, in North America, a very kind of fun thing is happening right now and is going on to what, the middle of this month, I believe. Uh, humble, hum, a special Humble Bundle has hit North America for Nintendo consoles. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys know about this by now, but one thing you might not know is that this does not happen in as far as I know, Europe or Australia, and it sure as hell doesn't happen in Japan because why would people in Japan, like if developers <laughs> ever try something like this, they just they just see it as throwing money away or not getting what they deserve. Uh, apparently, is but, um, are there any of its Steams? Does anyone do Steam like in Japan? Yeah, like Steam games. Yeah, like, you can buy a uh, Steam money in convenience now. And do you get like the same sales and same games on the Japan Steam store? I think so, generally, yeah. It sometimes it depends. Like one of my buddies, he doesn't have a VPN, so like let's say he wants to buy like a I think a couple of years ago he wanted to buy a new Call of Duty and he I think at the maybe I let him use my VPN, I don't know, but before he did he looked up the price and it was something like I don't know, nine thousand yen. And it was like, oh, and this doesn't even release until a couple of weeks from now or something, too. So, <laughs> right. and then he, yeah, so that's just stupid. Sometimes there's stuff like that. It just depends maybe on the game. But, the but you switched on the VPN, and then he got, like, an immediate discount, and it came out immediately? Well, then it was in American dollars and stuff. and you know, Not immediately. I mean, he probably had to, like, close the program and open it back up yeah. again or something. But. Technically, that's against the terms of service, but I don't know if they actually crack down on people for doing that. Give me a break. <laughs> um, the, they also recently had a, a change to uh, when you give games as gift for international gifting. Uh, I think I think they locked that up now, but I'm not sure. Oh yeah, because that's another thing that my buddy did sometimes too. I think he just had his buddies sometimes like, buy them for him in America and <laughs> send it to him as a gift or whatever. Yeah. Like I, I would uh, sometimes swap games with. Uh, well, I mean, buy games on behalf of one of my Australian buddies. Because you know how they are in Australia and censoring the shit out of games. Like, he, he wanted... Uh, God, what did he want? I think he wanted the American version of Left 4 Dead 2. So mm-hmm. I gifted it to him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I saw I saw the videos of Witcher 3, the Japanese edition. Yeah. Uh-oh. And there's like... Um, obviously, there's lots of nudity and violence in that game. And uh, the women when they get out of like baths and stuff, they're wearing these kind of like, um, not transparent, but like, you know, kind of like white, almost skin colored bras. Oh, they didn't go with the mosaic? (laughs) No, no, no. It's like, it's like a bra, but it's almost like, yeah, skin colored. Oh, they didn't, I mean, for boobs, this is Japan. Usually boobs are all over the place. No, no, no. Everything was covered. Huh. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of weird. Wow. Um, Yeah, <laughs> it does. It doesn't make any sense. Like, in the, if you watch it, the scene is like they somebody on YouTube had done the uh, the Western and the Japanese one like side by side kind of thing, so you could see. And yeah, it's kind of hilarious. But yeah, Japanese people—they've been paying over the odds for you know delayed games with you know pa- no, uh, boobs. no no boobs since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they pay a lot more for it. You got to go to the cons if you want to get some like booby games or something. So, <laughs> or at least books. 
but you know everything else is going to be censored. Yeah. So, but Americans, if you're listening, please never complain about your game prices. Okay, you guys have got the cheapest games in the world by far. So, <laughs> yeah, please enjoy. Please understand. Yep. Yeah, it's a shame we'll never see a humble bundle ever in Japan. But maybe yeah. maybe Europe. Apparently, they're trying to work on a European one. But yeah, I mean, I was kind of disappointed, James, because I mean, I have an yeah. American 3DS, and I was like, hey, maybe I'll buy one of these games. And oh, cool, my reward is getting a Wii U game for yeah. American Wii U that I don't own. You'd only get like whatever the three 3DS games, right? The rest of Wii U, I think. I, th- I think they might have a maybe something else on 3DS, but yeah, yeah, it's it kind of disappointing. So I, I just haven't. So whatever, I have enough on my plate right now. This is why region locking sucks. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I did read that Nintendo joined this international emporium for like uh, standardizing ratings across the world. Uh, really? Apparently, I don't know if it was like recently or maybe I I only saw the news like yesterday, but it might have been signed earlier. But actually, maybe nin- maybe Nintendo maybe tweeted about this. So. There's this thing where if you join it, um, your games can be rated once, and then that rating will be translated into each um, country, like you know the hmm. PEGI rating and the the ESRB and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. whatever it is in Australia. And um, <laughs> it's kind of like one rating for the whole world. Mm-hmm. And apparently Nintendo joined this. Uh, hmm. So that's kind of like a positive step towards, you know, what could be happening with, you know, the NX or the, you know, the fact that they're going into the online uh, mobile space mm-hmm. could all be related to that. But, you know, for me, it's a good sign. It could be the fact that, you know, their games are going to be, things are going to be happening across the whole world at the same time. Or at least, you know, they're not going to be uh, locked out. That's my hope anyway. Theoretically. Theoretically, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. What's next? <laughs> so, yeah, I really don't know what it, much we could say. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I and James. Attend the World Championship. It's, it's, <laughs> I think is it happening the day before E3 kicks off, or a couple of days before? Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it'll be all over <laughs> and done before the digital event. Anyway. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> every, every, I think everyone got a laugh out of that world championship. If you live in North America, well, okay, not even just North America. If you live in the continental United States, <laughs> weak. Sorry, Canadians. Yeah, so Sorry, I mean Europeans. that's kind of disappointing. I mean, th- there's a lot that they can do, but I mean that they could have done with this stuff if they would have maybe done. A, I don't know, put it out there a little bit more in advance. They could have actually had literally a world you know, championship. What if, what if they'd had like a free app that was, you know, like a timed thing, it like only worked for a week or something where everyone could join in? Mm-hmm. You know, it had, you know, obviously they've made a an app for this that they're going to use at the event, right? Uh, I don't know. I'd, my, my thought is if you did something like that, then the people that win, especially the ones that are here in Japan, probably aren't the type that leave their houses. So I don't think you'll ever <laughs> get them to go to like a real event. But, you know, have it timed so like the app only unlocks when the event starts so you know the people mm-hmm. can't get an advantage by so practicing like, right splatoon <laughs> yeah kind of like i mean that. no seriously the test fire yeah 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 exactly just have it work for like you know a couple of days and then everyone can join in and submit their scores and that would have been cool right we could have all joined it it could have been a world championship 
Uh, excuse me, the real world championship is at Evo. See me in Smash Brothers. <laughs> is that actually a world championship? Well, yeah, people come from all over the world to compete in the world's biggest fighting game tournament. So, yes, in that sense, it is a world championship. <laughs> it's actually the biggest live tournament for anything ever on the planet. It's in the Guinness Book of World Records. It has the most participants at a live event. I'm not even sure if the... Did the wizard even come out in the UK? I'm not even sure <laughs> it did. You're from the UK. We should be asking you I, this question. I really don't remember seeing any huh. adverts or anything about that movie. But anyone who lived in America at that time knew about it, right? Yeah, that, yeah. that movie is like my inspiration. <laughs> but like... Uh, what is it? Nintendo Power... And you know the Nintendo World Championships, all that kind of thing. It's very American. It's it's really unknown outside of America. I only ever mm. learned about all this stuff, you know, since. I seem you know, to remember the the nineteen ninety World Championships. Like the top American guy, Jeff Hansen, had a playoff against uh, the top Japanese guy. I seem to oh. remember that being a thing. Okay. Yeah. Might have been a coincidence. He was like a you know second generation <laughs> Japanese, <laughs> Japanese American. Yeah, actually, you know, Arakawa's like grandson or something. Who knows? Yeah, but yeah, when I when I listen to podcasts and they you know they they wax lyrical about the good old days of like, oh, do you remember Nintendo Power? And you know, it's like, no, I don't. <laughs> that was, that's in America, you know. Um, we had uh, the official Nintendo magazine, and later. Oh, it was originally called NMS, Nintendo Magazine System. That was the uh, European version of Nintendo oh, Power. Oh, is it like the American Nintendo Cereal System? <laughs> kind of, yeah. It was the breakfast cereal. It, had, it supported Super Mario and Zelda. Yeah. It's like two bags I, of cereal in the same box. I actually had an issue two of NMS. That was the first uh, Nintendo Magazine I ever got. Um, yeah, good times. Good magazine. And actually, if you listen to Retronauts um, episode they did about Rare, um, the history of Rare, they had a guy called Jazz Rignall on it, and he was actually one of the original writers of that magazine. So, And he actually now lives uh, in America and writes for um, GamePro, <laughs> which is kind of ironic, now, like an American magazine. But yeah, I remember reading his, his stuff back in the day. Good times. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah. Nintendo World Championships coming to America exclusively. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. Yep. Are you going to watch it? Uh, d- With your Nintendo maybe. breakfast cereal in hand? <laughs> yeah, obviously. I don't know. Maybe. Um, just depends how much time I have. It's going to be a pretty busy week next week for me, actually. But on top of doing NWR stuff or you know trying to contribute in whatever way I possibly can. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'll watch like the, the grand final or whatever at least. Can you translate the direct for me, Danny? Because it's going to be in American. Yeah, I'll, I'll, don't worry. I got you covered. <laughs> derp, 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 what was that, Danny? Yes. Yeah, you heard me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the um, the digital event is uh, when is it? June sixteenth, nine a.m. Pacific time. That's on the East Coast. Uh, that would be noon <laughs> Eastern time. In America, so for those of you listening that know about that, you probably already know about this stuff. James, I have no idea what time that is in the UK, but I can tell you what time that is here in Japan. (laughs) I know, but I can tell you what time that is here in Japan. Uh, That is actually 1 a.m. on Wednesday morning, the 17th, you know, so 
hope you're <laughs> ready for a late night, at least for an extra hour or something after that, an hour and a half or whatever. Actually, for the past couple of uh, E3s, what I've done is um, I've actually gone to bed a little bit earlier mm -hmm. and just woken up at 6 a.m. and just watched mm -hmm. the YouTube video because mm -hmm. then it, you don't have to worry about the stream, you know, stuttering and all that kind of nonsense. Because, you know, what, what, what's, what's the difference between watching it at 1 a.m. and 6 a.m.? It's like, you're not going to, it's not like I'm going to be sat up, you know, chatting with people about it, you know. Well, I, can... I guess you're not going to be helping out with writing news or anything on the site. <laughs> 3 a.m. on a week on a weekday. I'm no. going to try. I mean, I've done it every year since I've been on staff. I don't have any problem. Even when I wasn't on staff, I'd stay up and fucking, you know, stay up till 2, 3 in the morning watching it and then go to work the next day. No big deal. No. Oh, man, I can do these things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to probably YouTube it. I'll wake up early, watch it before work. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think I'll be able to go to work not having watched it, so I'll definitely watch it before work. Right. But yeah, I just can't deal with all the friggin' stuttering. I never have had very Maybe, maybe many it's better problems. now, but just, you know, whatever. Yeah. There's, there's always the chance. And YouTube, sure. you know, you're guaranteed it's going to be in HD, full resolution, no interruptions, you know. Right. Well, I think maybe some of the times I just started watching the Japanese one, and it's usually there's not as many people watching because most people are more interested in the English stuff, and it's the same thing. And also, you know, if but... um, a, you know some amiibo bit comes on, I can fast forward it. So, <laughs> word true, boom true. Cool. Ty, you with me or with Danny? Um, yeah, I, I'm. I can't feel the need to watch it live. <laughs> in your face, Danny. <laughs> Well, okay, technically it's never live, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's well, true. And they're not announcing Killer Instinct this year, and definitely not, <laughs> and definitely never... not at Nintendo's press conference. You never know, Ty. Stranger things have happened. No, not that would really. be too... That would be the strangest <laughs> thing to have ever happened. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. The crazy thing is, it's already been recorded, and it's sat yeah. on Iwata's desktop. <laughs> <laughs> we should uh, sneak in with, like... It'll be like a parody of Mission Impossible. Mm -hmm. Look for the file that says hypertrollget.avi on his desktop. <laughs> Hashtag no Metroid. Oh, man. <laughs> I wish there was a WikiLeaks for video games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you know there used to be, like, late 1990s, maybe early 2000s? There was a site called fatbabies.com. <laughs> what? And it, and it was basically for anonymous game industry people to uh, post things about their work. I wish that site was still around. You just reminded me of um, this. Did you see the, uh, the, the fake Nintendo press conference generator that somebody programmed? No, I saw some bingo sheets, though. They were pretty good. It's amazing. This guy has just um, programmed like a random name generator that it makes into an, like a nice list, and it puts like this fake um, watermark across it. So it's like "Do not distribute only for internal use" or something <laughs> like that. Brilliant. <laughs> and I I did it, and I got um, what was it? Yarn Kid Icarus 3D. <laughs> wow, that sounds frighteningly plausible. Did Did but, you put this on your Twitter, perchance? I did. I did. Yeah. All I right. I'm gonna check it's, that out. It's fantastic. Of course, most of it's complete um, <laughs> obvious fakeness, like Metroid Kitchen, things like that. <laughs> oh, man, I would buy that game. <laughs> <laughs> While we're on talking about E3, 
So by now everyone will have listened to RFN and they did their uh, E3 predictions, um, which were very similar to our predictions because we did them earlier. So obviously we win. <laughs> they just copied ours, obviously. But um, yeah, I was interested. But what Lindy said, um, he one of his predictions was um, Minecraft on mm -hmm. uh, Wii U, which I think is never going to happen. Hmm. But it also got me thinking: this is one of the most annoying things to ever happen to Nintendo is the fact that they never got Minecraft on on uh, Wii U and 3DS. Because hmm. I, the only reason I was thinking about it was because there's like um, there's a Minecraft alike that has just been uh, released on the on the eShop. What's it called? Like Cube Creator 3D or something like that. Mm -hmm. and it looks exactly like Minecraft. But uh, I just wanted to rage on Reggie before um, E3 because you know he's he's gonna screw something up. Obviously, he always does. Uh, he's he's always been trolling us, and it just annoys me to no end. Like. Of course, Lindy's prediction about you know Minecraft being on Nintendo does make complete sense, and it should have happened you know th three years ago, two years ago. When did the Wii U come out? <laughs> Whenever right, the Wii U came out, two and a half years ago. So the the Microsoft deal only happened recently, right? Um, obviously, now Microsoft now own um, Mojang, yeah. And it just irritates the life out of me that like Reggie, you know, Nintendo, Iwata, whoever it was probably Reggie, di didn't get this deal sorted and get uh, Minecraft on, on Wii U. Cause, um, I, don't, yeah, I, I don't think you could pin this on Reggie. I mean, he's basically... Because it's now, Reggie. It's a freaking Western game. Um, I, but, I mean, maybe he wasn't getting enough to work with from Japan, though, too. You know, Maybe they're like, well, if you want to try this, here's this poultry amount of money. Make it work. Oh, guess what? It didn't. I mean, when I, you know, it could have been the last time. Like that. The last time I went back to to England, like all my like cousins and you know, young people in my family were all they were talking about was Minecraft, and oh, yeah. you know they wanted to get iPod touches, iPads, you know, whatever it was, computers to play Minecraft. That's all they wanted to do. No, no, exactly. And I have a, a fourth grade student that I teach private lessons to, and he he's taking like a test, and his parents said like, if you pass this test. We will buy you a PS4 and Minecraft. <laughs> it's one of those like evergreen games, which is like you know something very Nintendo-y, right? Yeah. It's well, like... let me tell you, it's right now. It's one of the top five best-selling games ever. Like right up there with Tetris and what? What were the other ones? Uh, I think one is Wii Fit and <laughs> Mario Kart Eight, and then I forget. So so, Danny, one. you're a Star Wars fan, right? You know how people have um, traced back, like, the whole events of Star Wars can be traced back to, you know, the gunner in the original, like, Star Destroyer or something, missing uh, C-3PO and stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Like, if they destroyed the robots, then none of it would have happened or something like sure. that. Sure. So, I, I'm, I think Reggie is, like, the gunner in that Star Destroyer. If, if, <laughs> if he had got Minecraft on Wii U, and it's a perfect fit for it, I mean, just like the gamepad, you know, the audience, just the the age base of Nintendo owners, everything, just so much sense. If he'd got that, so many people would have jumped onto the Wii U bandwagon, you know, they would have got massive spike in sales right from the start, you know, third parties wouldn't have left, the Wii U in general would be in a better condition than it is now. And mm -hmm. it's all thanks to Reggie. 
for being okay. a douche and not not getting that <laughs> di- that that deal signed. Because you know, I think Sony got Minecraft on the PS4 before the Microsoft deal, so that's why it can still go ahead. It just goes to show that you know, just like one deal can just ruin the whole system, and mm. uh, yeah, I think that's what screwed it up. So yeah, I don't think Lindy's prediction will come true. It, sh- it should have come true two years ago. <laughs> um, as for any other, do you, have you guys got any other kind of E3 thoughts that you've had a chance to think about in the past couple of weeks? Yeah, remember when good third-party games came out on Nintendo systems? <laughs> like 20 years ago? Uh, on the SNES? Yeah. I do remember the SNES. That was the time, right? Yeah. The other thing I wanted to talk about was... Uh, talk with Ty about this the Pokken tournament um so it's obviously that you did the uh, Pokation test yeah <laughs> uh which pretty much guarantees it's coming out in arcades in Japan do you think that it'll come out in arcades in the US in the west or do you think it'll just be console only um in the west I don't think it'll be distributed in the west I I think maybe a small number of locations will bring in Japanese machines. That's my guess. I mean, I mean, if you want to put an arcade, if you want to put an arcade machine out there, that involves um, a lot of people and a lot of companies, you know, to construct and distribute those things. And I don't think Nintendo wants to get into that. People don't play arcade games in the West, do they? I mean, yeah, arcades have shriveled up and they're hard to come by. Right, that's what I thought. So, like, so my idea was that, I mean, it's a bit tricky because I thought that if this um, arcade machine is, like, Wii U-based, which is what people are guessing it is, like, it could have some kind of NFC reader because, like, lots of Japanese arcades do these days. And I was thinking it could be, like, some kind of amiibo link. You know, they could have, like, a Pokken range of amiibos, which would totally work in Japan. And it would, you know, work really well, like, you know, being able to transfer your player data from the arcade to home, right? But that totally wouldn't work in the West. So would they even bother? Because, like, Amiibos are way more popular in the West. Okay, but well... Arca- but arcades aren't. So it's like, you I'm can't not, have everything. I'm not saying it. there's no way it could happen. I mean, I... Just now, I thought, you know, they could do... Instead of going, like, an arcade machine route, they could do, like, a store kiosk route where... Uh, yeah. Nintendo signs a deal with GameStop or Sears or whatever the fuck, and <laughs> <laughs> and sets up some kiosks, and you can play on them. You can you get some promo codes or whatever, some promo magnetic waves for your RFID, <laughs> and use those at home. There's a lot yeah, of possibilities here. It could be, it could be here. exciting, right? Yeah. Like would would American kids like want to like, you know, bring their amiibo to, you know, some shopping mall or something and like play in front of everybody on a big screen? Hell That'd yeah. Interesting. It would be interesting. Could could work, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and one thing to think too, I mean, amiibo don't just have to be the figures. It could be, you know, like a card or something like that too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah, you might like I mean, literally. <laughs> I'm not trying to be like, you know, an asshole here or something, but yeah, I mean, it, 
doesn't have to be something that's going to be not like amiibo is hard to get around, but it's a hell of a lot easier if you just have something that you can just slide into your pocket or wallet or yeah. whatever. And then just you might feel out. a bit stupid with like a you know an armful of figures coming <laughs> <laughs> going to the arcade, right? <laughs> but yeah, is Lucario in that game? Ty, do you remember? Um, Lucario, I think the blue he, guy. I think he was. Uh... So Lucario and Pikachu—they're already amiibos, right? Oh well, Lucario probably will be because he's in Smash. If he, he is. If, does he exist already? Yes. Okay. So those two already already exist. So all they would need to do is like a few more. But wait, that might be Greninja. Oh god, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, is Greninja in it, Ty? Uh god, I don't remember. I remember uh Machamp is Machamp. <laughs> I knew I knew Machamp. that it's like Yeah, just looking at the picture I was like, okay, that's ridiculous, but I love it. And uh the girly, also, the girly looking plant Pokemon. Uh, Be- oh God, Bell, Bell, something. Is it, I don't even remember. Bell, the one that they changed the color to purple in, in North America. Did they? No, the one that. No, oh, <laughs> okay. no, not Jinx. I'm thinking of not, not Jinx. the blackface thing that they made. And oh God, okay. And also, they wouldn't be, they wouldn't have any problems with re-releasing another Pikachu, would they? Like a a Pokken Pikachu who's fatter and got more muscles. <laughs> yeah, it looks like all dirty and gnarly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if that was that, if I were, if I'm allowed an extra bonus easy prediction, it it could be that you know Pokken could make a appearance there, or maybe they've got too many things to talk about. They might save that for later. But anyway. Yeah, that was a thought anyway. I just wanted to get Ty's opinion on arcades in the West and stuff. Yeah, um, I do have one more opinion about arcades. I don't think this would happen, but I'd like to see Nintendo or someone pursue it. Like, uh, I kind of think uh, arcade machines are a missed opportunity for promoting video games, like home sales of video games. Like, back when I worked in the arcade, I saw so many people like come into the arcade and play... For example, DDR or Soul Calibur and say, wow, this game is really fucking great. And just immediately go like 80 meters over to GameStop and buy it. Right. I did that with Killer Instinct, but there was like, you know, five years between the arcade <laughs> and the, the SNES version. <laughs> Whatever, how many years it was. Um, There was only one or two years. It felt longer. Yeah, also Mortal I know, Kombat, right? Mortal Kombat as well. But yeah, Mortal you know what I mean. Kombat. Like, um, I kind of feel like that the business kind of cannibalized itself on the distributor end when it didn't need to. Hmm. It's like, now, like, you know, if you want, like, a new fighting game or whatever, it's going to cost, like, 15 grand to get that in your store. <laughs> And that is ridiculous, and there's no reason why it should cost that much. And right. what I what I'm saying is, the game company should eat that cost and recoup it as, uh, you know, as like an advertising and promotion uh, cost for you know selling home versions. Yeah, I uh, I always wondered if um, you know there could be a chance of having like a Nintendo arcade, you know, some kind of Pokemon related thing. Um, I'm giving two hundred to one odds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. If I was a if I was a kid, I think I would be interested. And in, if there was something like you know, like on a stage or something like a, you know, like somewhere 
you could play with all your friends, you know, and everyone could watch on a big screen or something. That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like a shopping mall or something like that, or a game store. Or an arcade. <laughs> no, they hmm. don't exist anymore. Remember those? Hmm. <laughs> I do. Yeah, shout out to the Metro Center, if any uh, British people are listening. Had a great arcade. That's where I f- first played Killer Instinct and Killer Instinct 2. Right on. I actually played uh, Killer Instinct at uh, the airport in London. Was that the Heathrow oh, Airport? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The original, the British one, the best version. Yeah, like I put in <laughs> British coins and everything. <laughs> it was crazy. One <laughs> one pound as well. Yeah, probably. Not not the quarters. Actually, yeah, somebody mentioned that. Maybe it was uh, Retronauts or 8-4. Um, that, uh-huh. Yeah, it could have been uh, Retronauts, actually. Talking about the um, the fact that American arcades had a quarter a play, but everywhere else around the world it was like multiple times more expensive for like one play. Yeah, you know, like, like like I said in England, it was like either fifty pence or a pound, which was like you know like two dollars. <laughs> I guess you know it depends on the time. game. I mean, maybe early arcade stuff like in the eighties. Yeah, maybe it was about a quarter, but yeah, I think getting into the nineties and whatnot, it's usually be like okay. Yeah, you put in quarters, but keep putting them in, pal, because one isn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Japan has pretty much always been 100 yen for everything for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For instance, like the 70s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should probably adjust that. <laughs> That's mm. probably why, you know, they're not making as much money. <laughs> hmm. Okay, yeah, so the, I think that's everything that I wanted to add. Or okay. E3, and unless anyone's got any ideas for what the new 3DS game could be, like a new 3DS, uh, I got nothing. Got nothing it. more than what I had. Last Probably time. something with kitchens and cute animals and fashion modeling. <laughs> I was thinking like po- the next Pokemon game could have some kind of new 3DS enhancement. It would work on both systems, but you know, on the new 3DS, it would have I don't know video chat in the same room as some bullshit i don't know because that's a great idea amiibo God. yeah they're going to release all 700 pokemon as amiibos <laughs> <laughs> to coincide with it they could do cards god what oh a yeah. scary thought yeah all that but yeah e3 by the time people yeah. listen to this it'll be almost upon us yep excite yep, yep, yep. get maybe oh i hope yeah. it's good yeah yeah i'm I don't know about you guys. I usually watch every press conference. Um, oh, God. I'm not kidding. I or even do. Konami. Yeah, sometimes I just, just, I don't even know why. I just like suffer through even things like, why am I watching this? <laughs> and maybe I go kind of do something else at the same time, but I'm still like having it on in the background. And just, I don't know, this this time of year, and it's just really exciting. It's freaking awesome. I just, yeah, I love it. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas it's, too. It's Christmas in June. <laughs> yep. yep, exactly. So, okay. Um, any anything else to add, guys? Remember, yeah, my can... predictions were nothing good. I <laughs> uh, go back to the last episode and put a lot of money on every single one of my predictions. Hundred <laughs> percent guaranteed, all to come true. Mm-hmm. He knows a guy. Yeah. My uncle works for Nintendo. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
All right, so we also have some comments from you guys out there. If you want to get a hold of us, you can do it at Twitter on Twitter. Uh, we are at the Famicast. If you want to hit us up by email, you can do that too. We are at, or I'm sorry, Famicast at NintendoWorldReport.com. Uh, be sure to send us an email or send us a tweet like these people did. So, James, how about you go ahead and take this away too, buddy? <laughs> well, we got some comments on YouTube in the last live show. We can't actually mm-hmm. see these until after the show has ended, which is really annoying. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we yeah, thank you to everyone who did do that. But, yeah, sorry, we couldn't reply till now. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, people like Jam229 and uh, Anthony Dranfield. Uh, Anth- actually, Anthony said... Um, he, because uh, I was talking about how GameCube games could come to Wii U, that was one of my predictions. Uh, mm-hmm. He says actually the Wii U can actually play GameCubes natively without the need for emulation. That's true. Um, hmm. So that's yeah, that's that's good. That makes my idea even more plausible. Hmm. And he also added that there is a game where the character oh, again this is uh, ties a fake or real, God. right? Right. Mm-hmm. There are characters that are, that are anime personifications of World War Two aircraft, um, and there's a game where the characters are anime personifications of video game consoles. That's true. I think true. I know that one. Isn't that Hyper Dimension something? S- something like that. Junior. Yeah, I think I knew about that one. So yeah, did I don't know why he said that. Is that because Ty said there isn't one about aircraft? No, he said there wasn't one about ships. There is one about ships. Okay, God, okay. So, yeah, so maybe <laughs> Ty said there isn't one about aircraft, and apparently there is. So, Ty, your, your fears have come true. N- no, there <laughs> there isn't one about aircraft. Are you sure? Yeah. There's one oh, about... Oh, right, oh, right, yeah, sorry, he said there isn't. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah read, like, read believe me, <laughs> I was, I was uh, going for plausibility here. <laughs> there you go. I did my research. Uh, next up on Twitter, we've got one from uh, Mr. Johnny Metz, uh, who gave us a nice shout-out on a couple of RFNs back. Thank you for that, yep. Johnny. And yep, he yep. says that the last Famicast is one of the best episodes, and he agrees with me uh, on Street Pass, because uh, he's still into puzzle pieces too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish they would add a new one, actually. The, I was very disappointed by the last um, Smash Brothers one. It was just like uh-huh. a flat 2D pictures of everyone. It's kind of lame. Oh, that's... I'm still catching, playing catch up on that stuff. Uh, High Patrol Master James Jones uh, just said he went. He just went perfect on uh, Ty's fake or real segment. Pray for me now. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. So yeah, I'll have to kick it up a notch next time. And he's also truly impressed by our knowledge of Japanese politics. He says it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like talking to sh- directly to Shinzo Abe himself. Yes. yes. Hashtag you're welcome. <laughs> yep. um, we, li- we like to keep abreast of all the latest po- political co- comings and goings of Japan stuff. Yep. <laughs> um, Mr. Dread Pirate Stone says he's, he's got a little E3 prediction here. He predicts that Reggie will give a shout out to the Famicast during the digital event because he's a big <laughs> fan. Well, after, yeah. after, my, after my rant about blaming him for the failure of Wii U, maybe not. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, plays bets on hot new memes. Uh, Mr. Addison Webb, uh, super fan of the Famicast slash NWR uh, staffer, uh, says, I have a special E3 fake or real for you guys. Here we go F Zero 3D, Metroid Prime 4, 
and New Super Mario Brothers 5. <laughs> Hint, two of those are fake. <laughs> oh. oh, yes, Addison, we feel your pain. And uh, Mr. Brian... Mr. Brian Tyree? Uh, anyway, uh, Hacker Alias at Does Machines. <laughs> Great name. Uh, uh, he's, uh, he made a bingo card, um, which... I can't read out everything on it, but um, it's got, yeah, lots of stuff on. Zelda Wii U trailer, new Wii U model, and uh, yeah, smallest new 3DS for North America. Wow, that, <laughs> that's a pretty uh, lowbrow uh, hope there, isn't it? <laughs> I think Something I saw that. Existed. It's good. It's good, yes. Thank you, Brian. I will read through all of that uh, later, I promise. <laughs> um, next up, Hacker Alias Shonen Style uh, says there's people talking about a comeback for the Virtual Boy as a VR headset. <laughs> <laughs> that would be one hell of a E3 reveal. Yeah, <laughs> I've played my Virtual Boy more than I've played my Wii U. <laughs> oh God, let's not let's not go back to that again. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, last up, we've got one from uh, Cyrus, uh, who people may remember from. The Famicast. Uh, he says Reggie will officially announce that his two favorite episodes of the Famicast uh, were <laughs> the ones with Cyrus on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, doubtful. I'd say to that, Cyrus, <laughs> doubtful. But thank you for the tweet anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, keep them coming. And yeah, after you've watched the di- uh, the digital events, then yeah. Be sure to tell us how right or how wrong Danny was and how right I was. Yeah, so I, that's going to go ahead and end the show for us here today. Uh, we'll go ahead and give our, our own Twitter handles. If you want to follow me, you can do that at DannyBiv, D-A-N-N-Y-B-I-V. Uh, yeah, I'm probably talking about freaking Xenoblade from wanting to blow my brains out lately. But <laughs> um, Look forward to that on Danny's yes. Twitter feed. So, Ty, how about you, man? Where can we find you? Uh, my Twitter name is SuperCatDrugs. Um, you can find... Uh, me uh, trolling fighting games bilingually. <laughs> yeah, if you want to know the dark secrets of the Wu Tang PlayStation controller, or <laughs> I think I just saw that, or the Killer Instinct Japanese scene, uh, see me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Cool, and uh, James. Yeah, um, you can follow me at Family Complicated. Um, a good example of a tweet I just um, sent out yesterday. Uh, Splatoon is Nintendo's way of indoctrinating the West to Japanese tentacle porn. <laughs> uh, RT if untrue, favorite if you're attracted to the Squid Girl. And uh, I will now name and shame all the people who favorited it. Yes. John Linderman. <laughs> Cyrus. <laughs> Double D, Bryson Poe, uh, the aforementioned Shonen Style, uh, Kaki Onion, 
Um, Daniel Vukovic, who's actually the director of the biggest uh, uh, Australian Nintendo website, Vuk64, mm-hmm. uh, Miles Vork, and uh, NS Armored Frog. You're all named and shamed as being squid loving squid lover. Squid you might want to people. reload that list there to see who else maybe just within <laughs> randomly within the past few seconds. Maybe. And within the last few seconds, Danny Bivens. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so there you go. <laughs> Those are the kind of people that follow me. So yeah, get involved with that if you yes. want to. Perfect. Cool. All right, guys. Well, um, <laughs> on, on that note, Disgusting. that sounds like a good way to uh, end the show, I think, here. So uh, thank you, everybody out there, for listening. We appreciate your support uh, on Twitter and all over the place. Really do. Um, and James and Ty, thanks for coming on, as usual, guys. And, um, yeah, we will catch you guys after E3. And you can point and make fun of us then or before. So we'll catch you, we'll catch you later. Because oh Anime Zymox. All aboard. the other direct james what day is this <laughs> what day is this where am i who's the president <laughs>